This is the NTT IndyCar Series. Here comes Scott McLaughlin. He's got the charge, and he's going to pass Joseph Newgarden. It's almost a picture. I'll call it a picture. Stop. Will Power down and away. They'll go wheel to wheel, and into turn number three, the driver from Hendersonville, Tennessee, will take over the race lead. Side. side by side between turns one and two. He's going to sweep around the outside and make that pass. David Malukas streaks around Scott McLaughlin. Good strong run off of turn number four, but it's not enough. Joseph Newgarden with a strong finish. He goes to victory lane. With live flag-to-flag coverage from World Worldwide Technology Raceway. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. In the quest for the championship, Joseph Newgarden chasing Alex Below, but also chasing history. He's going for his fourth win in a row here, fifth overall, while trying to capture wins on all of the ovals this season, including the Indianapolis 500. I'm Mark James. Welcome to Worldwide Technology Raceway. The championship chase is all but decided. Alex Pillow has a lead of over 100 points with three races to go. Michael Young, he makes headlines on the track and off the track. Nine-spot grid penalty to start this day for Alex Pillow. What's he going to do to overcome that? Well, it's going to be interesting to see. Let's ask him. Alex Pillow, a nine-position grid penalty. Obviously, we saw the crew working hard. They did an amazing job to get that engine put in that car last night. But you'd have fresh Honda power now, starting 14th, getting through the field. What's it going to be like? Oh, yeah. It's going to be fresh Honda power getting ready to try and make some positions and hopefully win a million dollars today. So we have that opportunity. The car has been amazing uh, the, during qualifying. We made a couple more changes to try and make it even more comfortable. But, uh, yeah, going to be a long day, going to be tough. But I think we have uh, all the ingredients that we need to win the race today. It's always great to see the fans, too. They had some Alex Polo gear on, signing autographs. It's, uh, it's got to be a special feeling. Oh, yeah, it's super special seeing uh, more and more people. I think it's good for IndyCar. It's good, obviously, for me personally, but especially the kids, seeing three kids um, uh, all with our T-shirt, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, hopefully we see a lot more in the future. Good luck today. Thank you. Alex Pillow will start on the outside of road number seven, Jake Query. Scott McLaughlin was the pole sitter. As a matter of fact, the pole award sits right next to him right now. He got the sticker for it as well, greeting some young fans right now. Question is, having to start 10th with that nine-grid penalty, does the Odyssey battery car, dare I say it, have what it takes to charge to the front? You'd hope so. I think we've got a really nice balance, but... Really just depends how the race folds and stuff, but we'll be doing our best. We'll be aggressive when we need to be in terms of passing, but also uh, strategy, because um, we're just trying to use the pace we have. We know we're fast. Uh, it's just a matter of getting up front. You get stuck in traffic here. How important is patience? Because you're always going to be around other cars. It's huge patience because it's very hard to see the dirty line here too, and I think that's why you see so many people go over. So, hey, we're uh, we're in a good spot. You know, I'm proud to go fastest on an oval, um, but you know, I want to win on an oval too. So we'll do our very best to do that. Qualified first, starting tenth, Scott McLaughlin. With Pato Award, Pato, it's is it a situation of patience or push today? You're on the inside of row number two after all the grid penalties. Obviously, we've got those alternate red tires as well. How do you take these first couple of stints? Uh, it's a it's a long race, man. It's a really really long long race. So I would love to say patience is the name of the game, but you need to take advantage of opportunities, right? So I think it's just all about um, you know really. Really seeing where the, the where the Reds are going to want to go because it's the first time that we use them, and um, they seem to be a bit of a different balance than what the black is. So, so just let me let, let, me, let me ask you: Do you want to be one of the first to go on Reds and, and see or and and be done with that stint, or do you want to wait and see what others do? I, I do think you'll have more options on blacks. You know, if you're on the blacks, you'll have more of an option to either do a 
our shorter stint or a longer stint, I think the Reds will will be in more of a tighter window. Um, and I think once once they go, it's you're going to be hanging on. So you don't want to you don't want to have to be on that on those on those red tires longer than what you should. Best of luck today. Thanks. Ottawa Ward will start on the inside of row number two, Jake Query. An American quartet having conversation right now. David Malukas, Colton Herta, Connor Daly, and Alexander Rossi joining up, actually making that a five American group. Joseph Newgarden, who will start at the front of the field here. So let's begin with that. In terms of that PPG machine starting up front, confident that you've got what it's going to take to stay up there. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, it's always tough to make the right decisions, um, especially around a tricky place like this. You know, weather's different than what it was last year. It's in a lot of ways, it's different than what it was last night. So just trying to make the calls setup wise on what we need for today with this wind, cool track, etc. That's that's going to be the difference maker. And I, I think we put a you know a good step forward here on try to put ourselves in a position with the two car, and I think we'll we'll have enough. And I know you've been cool about it, Joseph. I understand it, but the ability to be able to say you've won all ovals in one series. I know you want to go one race at a time, but it's pretty darn cool if it were to happen. You know, we've, we've had a lot of good fortune this year, um, had great race cars on the ovals. I think that's been the difference maker. You know, when you have good cars and you, your team executes, uh, you, you just can't replace that. You know, you, you have to have those ingredients. And so I think that's been the difference maker. But, yeah, it is one race at a time, and just like to have another good race tonight. Best of luck today. Thank you. Joseph Newgard. Michael? Yeah, we got Calabala starting on the inside of row number five. Good to see you running and qualifying up in front. Uh, it's, it's been a long and trying season, but this car coming this weekend, your thoughts, and uh, what do you have for him out there today? Yeah, we've, we had a great car uh, from, from when we rolled off uh, off the truck yesterday, and it's been great. Honestly, we worked worked well, and um, quality was good for us. So starting P9, uh, I think we have a good race pace as well. So I, I'm excited. I know we can do a good job. We just have to keep it clean and see what we can do. Good luck, and uh, you know you're getting ready to be introduced there, so have fun today. Thank you. That's Calamata. He'll start on the inside of row number five, Jake Query. Felix Rosenquist will start fourth. You're one of those guys, quite frankly, that I almost feel like if you could have, like, if there was no bad luck, you'd have no luck at all. It seems like things go against you a lot. Good car today, but is it going to be a good enough car to finish up front, and is luck going to be on your side? I mean, it's got to be tight. Uh, I think the starts and restarts here are massive, so that's something I've been working on a lot to kind of try to change my luck a little bit. Uh, does it weigh on you after a while? I mean, after a while, do you think to yourself, like, man, I mean, what do I have to do here to just avoid chaos? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it's always different things as well. It's not like the same thing, but we've, we've kind of been through it all through the season. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. You kind of, at some point, you just need to kind of reset and uh, and let it go because it's, it's like you're working at changing things, but you also can't change everything. Like, you just have to relax and trust yourself and trust the team. And uh, I feel like this week we, we kind of came with a reset and, um, mindset a little bit and uh, just kind of relax and, and see how it comes. But, uh, but I think the race will be like always like very tight it's very important to have good pit stops uh the sequences restarts that's kind of where you can make your positions from that like apart from that i think if someone goes on a three stopper or four stopper you know that's too early to judge <laughs> best of luck to you today thank you felix rosenquist car number six will roll off in position number four yeah good stuff michael young jake query we'll check back in with you a little bit later on in our pre-race show to find out who and what you will be keeping your eye on today our driver analyst davy hamilton joins us when we come back to worldwide technology raceway
Uh, Mark James with our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton. And Davey, the storylines are plentiful uh, for this race weekend. Of course, the massive lead that Alex Pillow has over Scott Dixon and Joseph Newgarden. Six drivers still mathematically eligible, but I think we know uh, the only two that really have a shot of catching him. But uh, a, a lot of uh, potential winners and contenders uh, that have grid penalties uh, for engine changes. Uh, Gosh, we have drivers that uh, whose futures have already been decided. We have yeah. others driving for their future. You name it, we've got it today. We, we've got it. And I, I'd say one thing. Let's talk about that championship, Mark. And Alex Plow has done a masterful job this year. He's in controversy again, like he was in the last year. He handled it with, with you know class and, and, and hit it head on. He got a grid penalty today. Starts 14th. He's 101 points ahead right now of Scott Dixon which is his teammate, by the way. But I expect Pelot to have a good day. Even though he's in the middle of the field and things could happen, you know, at the start of this race, things get kind of exciting. Sometimes turn one's exciting. But I feel like he's going to have a good day. I don't think he's going to win. Newgarden, that's another storyline. He's won all the ovals this year, Mark, yeah. and so far. So if he wins this one, the only guy to win all the ovals in a single season. I think he's got a chance. You know, his teammate was on the pole, McLaughlin, but he got moved back down to that 10th spot. So Newgarden, you know, I think that he has the speed and the knowledge of what it's taken to win on ovals. I think he has a great oval car. Something to watch. Guys that need a little help. Second place starter, Colton Hurd. He needs to get a win. He's, he's had an up and down year. I felt he should have had some wins. It just didn't happen. Pato Award, Rosenquist, obviously teammates in McLaren car, especially Rosenquist. Don't know where he's going to go next year. Don't know what's going to happen there. A win could help him solidify where he's going to be. Same thing with the fifth place starting Grosjean. They're in good position. I think he needs a good run, but this, we're going to end this with Malukas. He knows where he's going. Won't tell us. He won't tell us, but he knows where he's going. But a good run today. Oh, he, he's excited about being here. He's excited about this racetrack and having a good run. Another storyline is the use of uh, an alternate compound yeah. here, normally reserved for the Broden Street courses. Yeah, you know, it's pretty pretty interesting. I think it's exciting they're doing that. And I think once we learn what this tire is going to do and how what the degradation is on the thing and, 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 and if it's good, bad, or indifferent, I think the series will allow you to maybe even start the race with it like we do on the road streets to give you the option to start on the alternate and not the primary. So it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what that tire does, see how long it lasts. You can't start with a tire. We know that. But is it going to be a first stint, a last stint? I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm doing, but 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 I, I have to go down through the strategy again and see when the yellows fall early and see if I'm going to have to have a late stop on a short run. And that's probably when I'd put those alternates on. A couple of drivers that normally contenders had to qualify uh, repaired and, 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 you know, reconstructed race cars. Will Power rolls off yeah. eight today and Marcus Erickson rolls off 15. Well, you know, it's a very unfortunate uh, what happened there in a practice session none of their doings. They got wiped out race cars. Uh, I think Power, he knows how good that team is. He knows how good his car was. They put it together properly. But any time that you go out to qualify after you have a wiped out race car that your crew spent all night fixing, there's always a little hesitation. It doesn't slow you down, but you're just going to be a little bit conservative because ovals could bite you again. The last thing you need is to, to have an accident again at qualifying. He still starts eighth. I think it's a pretty good start. Erickson, I think he was a little more conservative with his run. We, that's one driver we know where he's going. He's going to Andretti. Starts 15th today. Um, I expect him just to, he'll have a finish today, but I don't see him up uh, in the front, top five. Uh, 260 laps today. What are we looking Woo. at in terms of the windows? Man, I tell you what, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long race today, and I, I, I still have to do all my strategy. But it's going to be, I think, 
I think with that alternate tire, that's going to be a five-stop race. So I'm going to say that in that 55-lap range, um, you're going to be coming in and looking for tires and and maybe some fuel. But tires could be more important than fuel like some of the races we've had lately. Uh, an effort was made, as is always the case here, uh, to, to get that high line worked in and rubbered up. Had some rain overnight that yep. might have washed that work away. Now that, now, that happened last year where in race we had heavy rains come in. Yeah. About a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay, and we still saw some make the high line work after that. Yeah, you know, I, I think we're going to see cars go up there. Well, I know we are. You have to pass. And especially when it's a faster car overtaking a slower car, I think it's cl- Well, I know it's clean right now. Let's hope it stays clean. Let's hope that second groove, Mark, really kind of rubbers in and we can see some exciting passing. Again, I can't stress enough how hard 260 laps is around this racetrack. It's going to wear these drivers out. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch it all unfold and we will bring it to you 260 laps on this day and we will go trackside for pre-race festivities when we come back to the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Yeah, I got about a minute before we go trackside quickly. Silver Crown Race. Congratulations, Dad. Third yeah. generation racer goes to victory How about today. That? Third generation, yeah. Davey Hamilton Jr. did got it done. I, I was a little nervous, well, real nervous at the end of it, because we started puffing a little smoke out the exhaust pipe there, but he held on and and what a great win for him, obviously. Uh, anytime you can win a silver crown car, especially in a track like this, Mark, they're going 185 yeah. miles an hour down the straightaway. They feel like getting around here. So, yeah, happy dad right now. Uh, you will be happy to know that all of us were up here in the booth watching you down below at about the start-finish line. <laughs> That's where your pit box was set up, yeah. and we were laughing uncontrollably. Yeah, I'm not a very good – I can't <laughs> walk. I just I, – I'm not very good, man. I'm not a very good uh, – I try to keep to my own and not bug anybody. I don't get on radios and talk, but, man, it's a tough one. I have heard guys say it over the years that have watched their sons race. That they said it was never – Never enjoyable for them because uh, they always liked being in the car themselves because that's when they felt like they had the most control. It's time to go trackside. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise and remove your hats as the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department Honor Guard presents our nation's colors. Please remain standing as Reverend Terry Swan of the Salem United Methodist Church offers today's invocation. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we thank you for the beauty of this day and the blessing of this cool breeze. We ask that you gather us, continue to gather us in the spirit of your love. We ask for safety for each and every driver to finish the race We ask for safety for the pit crews and for all the fans here to celebrate and to be with family and friends. Good and gracious God, we ask that you would unite us in your love so that we might hope for a better tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. Here on our America with the singing of our national anthem, please welcome Cadet Program Coordinator and Advisor for the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, Ava Millar Galvin. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight 
O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the Command comes your way at the bottom of the hour, and the green flag is scheduled for 36 minutes past. When we come back, we'll, we'll recap a history-making day for Scott Dixon at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Come on, the streaks continue for Scott Dixon at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Gate Reach Grand Prix, he extended uh, his consecutive start streak and also has now won a race, at least one race, 19 consecutive seasons. But it didn't start out that way. Here's how it sounded on IndyCar Radio. Ray Hall's easily going to lead him down to third number one, but they're going to try to go four wide for second. Devlin Francesco just went around the outside. He may take the race lead. The young Canadian just passed four or five cars into turns one and two, and that purple and blue car has the race lead. We have a spin in turn number seven, Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden. We've gone full course caution. Marcus Armstrong also involved in this, and David Malukas. So a big crash taking out one of our championship contenders, or at least marring any opportunity of a good finish today. Again, caution here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Front two starting to get some separation as they hit back to turn one. But no separation between those front two. Graham Rahal pops to the inside. He's going to take over the race lead, and right behind him, Alexander Rossi's going to dispose of his teammate, Pato Award. So a change for the lead. Graham Rahal out of turn number three. So a stop for Graham Rahal and his crew. He has just now reached the midway point of pit road and here comes scott dixon he's coming to turn number one well ahead of graham rahal nick yeoman oh it is well ahead scott dixon on the brakes through turn number one he'll accelerate out yeah, of the corner right. followed so by a couple they... lap cars of augustine canapino and joseph newgarden and now graham rahal gets onto the racetrack mark he's got a monster monster gap graham rahal tries to find room three car lengths behind dixon closes it to a car length and a half through turn number 12 Scott Dixon, Mark, has Graham Rahal right on his rear wing. And in turn number 13, Graham Rahal gets a really good run. He pulls right up underneath the wing off the final turn. Here they come to the main straightaway. The advanced auto parts switch checkered flag is in the air, and Scott Dixon will not be denied. He keeps the streak intact. 19 consecutive years with at least one win. He goes to victory lane, wins the Gallagher Grand Prix. Graham Rahal finishes second, Pato Award third just got hit in the melee uh, that was kind of in turn seven and unfortunately got spun around so a bit bummed about that but I knew uh, with the caution and where I came that we'd have a chance we, we talked about putting on lap four anyway to see if we could do it the only unknown was kind of how the tires were going to last but uh, you know superb job done there by Graham uh, can't thank Honda enough 
you know, the fuel mileage that we'd be able to get was fantastic, and obviously everybody at PC. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a trying season so far. The NTT IndyCar Series continues to lead the field in the race for equality and change. Louisa Maser is back with more in this week's On Track with Diversity, presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker and HR and benefits consultant. Today, I'm joined by Indy Next by Firestone driver Ernie Francis Jr., driver of the 99 HMD Motorsport with Force Indy. Ernie has his sights set on winning more podiums and further connecting with the community. You know, off the track, you know, looking to uh, continue with part of the program that we did last year, you know, having kids come out to the track, showing them around what I do, you know, going to schools and meeting these this younger generation and kind of helping to open up the world of motorsport to them because it, it, it is very, uh, very open and, and inviting once you get into it. It's just, you know, it seems kind of scary at first for them, but it's really cool to see them start to realize that it is a place that they can get into no matter if they want to be a driver or a mechanic or engineer or in marketing anything they want to do in the, in the sport so looking to try to continue that program off the track as well on track with diversity is brought to you by gallagher for 95 years in communities across the globe gallagher's insurance risk management and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence gallagher to learn more visit ajg.com Less than a minute before we go, uh, trackside for the command. Nick Yeoman, one and a quarter miles in length. You've got a bird's eye view of this uh, grand facility just off of turn number four. Yeah, looking down at the race cars all lined up here on pit lane, Mark, in rows of three. That's going to be a pretty cool sight during parade laps. Turns one banked at 11 degrees. This is, of course, a, an odd-shaped oval because it's not symmetrical. It kind of looks like more like an egg. So turn number one, it's banked at 11 degrees. The radius of the corner, a little bit sharper, Drivers really have to get out of the throttle. Then they rock it down the back straightaway, head into turn number three, Mark. That turns three and four banked at nine degrees, a little bit of a wider apex, uh, more of a swooping corner. So a lot of these drivers talk about it's hard to nail a consistent lap around here. going to be really exciting, though, as we're set to go racing, moments away from firing engines. 15th IndyCar Series race here. Team Pesky has won eight of them. Joseph Newgarden is going for the four-peat and his fifth race. Let's go trackside. It's time for the command to fire the engines for the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Please welcome to give the command the president of Bomberito Automotive Group, John Bomberito. On behalf of the Bomberito Automotive Group and our over 1,000 team members today, I want to personally welcome the thousands of race fans today here at beautiful Worldwide Technology Raceway and the millions more watching from home. This truly is one of the greatest shows on four wheels. Dad, this one is for you. Drivers, start your engines! Here's today's NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup, presented by Advance Auto Parts. Row 14. Agustín Canapino, Argentina. Ed Carpenter, United States of America. Row 13. Santino Ferrucci, United States. Benjamin Peterson, Denmark and United States. Row 12. Stingray Rob, United States. Ryan Hunter Ray, United States. Row 11. Kyle Kirkwood, United States. Graham Rahal, United States of America. Row 10. Rinus VK, the Netherlands. Christian Lundgaard, Denmark. Row 9. Devlin DeFrancesco, Canada. Takuma Sato, Japan. Row 8. 
Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Marcus Eriksson, Sweden. Row 7. Alex Below, Spain. Helio Castroneves, Brazil. Row 6. Linus Lundqvist, Stockholm, Sweden. Connor Daly, United States. Row 5. Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand. Callum Eilert, United Kingdom. Row 4. Will Power, Australia. Alexander Rossi, United States. Row 3. David Malukas, United States. Romain Grosjean, France. Row 2. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Patricio Ward, Monterey, Mexico. On the outside of row one. Colton Herta, United States. And starting on the pole. Joseph Newgarden, United States. Today's starting lineup is presented by Advance Auto Parts, the official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series. And paid tribute to the greatest spectacle in racing as we are on the parade lap. Davey Hamilton, a beautiful side as we have assembled rows of three here yeah, at Worldwide Technology reminds, Raceway. It reminds us of the big one, doesn't it? Indy 500, that's how we start them there. The nice parade lap. All the cars are lined up. What a beautiful day or night to be racing. Let's find out what our pit reporters are going to have their eye on throughout the next 260 laps. We'll start with Jake Query. Thank you so much, Mark. The north end of this pit road is what I will be observing, and that includes the very first pit stall. When they work their way off of turn number four, that of Joseph Newgarden, who starts at the front of this field. He is 105 points behind the points leader, Alex Pillow. One of the things that's interesting, these pit roads now, five feet shorter than what they have been in the past. So things can get very technical when you're leaving pit road. Scott Dixon also in my area. He will start 16th, although he qualified 7th. Nine grid penalty for Scott Dixon. He is 101 points behind, of course, Alex Pillow. Keep in mind his last win, he talked about it. Part of that was just coming up with fuel ways to get off sequence a little bit and make up position in terms of the pits. We'll see if Scott Dixon can do that again. Both of them, Mark, will be trying to chase Alex Pillow here as we head down to the final three races of this season. Michael Young. Alex Pillow will be who I'm keeping my eye on. Obviously, eight points. If he can garner eight points between second and third place runners right now in the championship, he can seal the championship this weekend, but he starts 14th. Could be extremely difficult. Also, in my end of pit lane, Pato Award, Colton Herta have yet to win in 2023. Can they bring it home to victory lane with Colton Herta on the outside of row one? Pato Award on the inside of row number two. But the big story, the Reds. Who will go first on them? Every team will keep an eye on who goes on the Reds first. How long will they last? Could be an easy four-stopper, but teams may go five. We'll keep it to the professor, Davey Hamilton, to figure that out. It's going to be a great one here. Here in St. Louis, just east of town, the Worldwide Technology Raceway, getting ready to go racing. And Nick Yeoman, a rather noticeable pyrotechnic salute along the back straightaway after that first parade lap. You know, Mark, there's a gas station that sits across from the back straightaway, and I always wonder, the person that drew the short straw of working a Sunday shift and looks out the window and sees those pyrotechnic go off. It's got to be quite a sight. It got everybody's attention here at the main grandstand. It is impressive and always one of the coolest things about racing here in St. Louis. As uh, field again, single file for now. We'll see them pack up in those groups of two here momentarily. But Mark, it is all about the show here in St. Louis. It's all about the race as we're about to turn them loose. And as long and as tedious as as frustrating as yesterday was Davey Hamilton. Uh, boy, I'll tell you while we have cloud cover, we think it'll dissipate as the afternoon progresses. But nearly picture-perfect conditions for racing today. It really is, Mark. I mean, it's cooled down. I mean, we come here Friday. It's 116 degrees out with with uh, the, it was so hot, 104 ambient temp, and, and the heat index 116. To 
today. It's beautiful. It's nice being out there. These drivers, it's going to help them out a lot. Thank goodness. And by the way, look at the fans that showed up for this. They didn't care no matter what the weather was. Looks like they were going to be here. Yeah, certainly. Congratulations uh, to everyone who showed up today and filled these grandstands. And uh, hopefully these drivers are going to put on a great show for them today, Davey. Uh, all of these drivers with these nine position, position grid penalties, we talked to them in the pre-race show. Not overly concerned about it. Alex Pelot, for one, you know, starting a little deeper in the field than he's accustomed to starting. And uh, But I, I think that it, at least early on, it's important for him to kind of hold serve and then see how his pitch strategy allows him to move up throughout the course yeah, of the day. Yeah, and I think that's exactly right. And that's what he'll do. I think he'll just kind of ride it out. And, and it's going to be green one time, next time by Mark. But it, then he's just going to cruise around. But here's another thing we got to keep an eye on. When they lose grid penalty, they also don't have the capability of getting engine manufacturer points. That's right. And so Honda and Chevrolet are in a battle right now. Honda with 12.86, Chevrolet with 12.41 going into this race. It could be turned around today. Issue with starting with rows of three, Nick Yeoman, is it takes some time to get them all sorted out and get them back into the traditional rows of two. How are we doing in that regard? Ah, uh, the alignment looks perfect. Down the back straightaway, Joseph Newgarden on the pole. Try to make IndyCar history, be the first driver to sweep all the ovals in a season to his outside Colton Herta just trying to get his roller coaster season pointed in the right direction with a pair of Aero McLaren Chevrolets right behind the field enters turn number three very slowly Mark Janes as we are about to light the candle and go racing here in St. Louis. Yeah it's looking pretty cool the Bobarito Automotive Group 500 is just about ready to take the green flag as they come in a beautiful formation off of turn number four looks good fans on their feet they're already waving their hats in salute as the race gets underway and Joseph Newgarden will go to the point. They'll lead him into turn number one as the drivers streak through some of the speedy dry laid down to the inside of the corner. It's Newgarden with a giant lead. Call it four car lengths off of turn number two. Herder runs second as we've got a caution. Uh, uh, turn one, there's an issue. Uh, there's a car that Damien just said. Yeah. looks like Benjamin Peterson has spun yeah. in turn number one and is pointed toward the outside retaining yeah, wall. Yeah, pretty good contact for Peterson. The front of that car has been up. The suspension, nose wing, and rear wings knocked off of it. Unfortunately, not a good start. Don't know what happened. Him, but definitely had hard contact. Uh, how about Malukas go from sixth to third on that first corner? Yeah, he made the high line work early on. Did David Malukas have picked up a couple of spots early on? So as Davey said, he goes from sixth to first. Caution on the course, uh, to third, I should say. Caution on the course, a single car incident involving Benjamin Peterson here at the Bobarito Automotive Group 500. opening lap incident involving Benjamin Peterson who might have had some help looks like Ed Carpenter might have gotten into him at the start and Benjamin Peterson's car is uh, now being placed on the hook he got out under his own power appears to be okay walked under his own power to the safety uh, car and uh, uh, Jake Query let's get an update from you in the Ed Carpenter pit Yes, certainly the Ed Carpenter pit. They are awaiting him to come in as soon as the pits open. They have already taken a new nose over the wall. So obviously there was damage to the front wings of that car. The bitnile.com car number 33 for Ed Carpenter. So they're going to bring him in. They are awaiting him. And we will report that as soon as it happens. But there is no doubt that there was front wing damage for Ed Carpenter. Uh, Davey, that oil dry on the start made it very, very difficult yeah. for the second half of that field to see. You know, there's not much. It's way down on the bottom of the racetrack, right against the inside wall. But uh, it dusted up 
little bit, and I think Ed just, you know, he slowed down before he expected him to, got into back of Peterson, turned him around. Nothing intentional by any stretch, but I do expect Ed to probably have to do a drive-through or something, but he's already in the back, so it's really not going to affect him. Uh, a couple of guys that uh, did move forward on the start, Davey, before that caution came yeah. out. Below plus three, Dixon plus three, same for Sato. Uh, Rita's VK plus three, Kyle Kirkwood, and a couple of gain spots. Malukas had worked his way up to third, but when they reshuffled, yeah. they, they checked timing. What, score. They're going to they're going to cycle him in at fourth. Well, it was still a great job going from sixth to third, like you said, but it's going to be sixth to fourth now because that. But he was coming. I'm not so sure he wasn't going to get uh, Colton Herta by the time they got to turn three. So really good start from Lucas. Uh, we look down. We see. Uh, looks like that uh, they're running the sweepers in the high groove down there, trying to pick up whatever marbles might have been laid down, but also looks like the safety trucks have about continued uh, uh, their work. Uh, so I, I guess, Davey, how, how long before these drivers figure out exactly what they have and don't have uh, when yeah. you get into this first so, step? It's, it's a little tough early on because of this caution. Yeah, you know, one thing for sure, it takes a little bit of time to get heat in these tires, so I'd say three or four laps before they really get an indication of how their car's balanced, how, how it's going to be throughout this race, and they didn't even get a chance to know. They just barely got down, you know, through turn one, so they weren't even up to speed yet. Matter of fact, for the, the lap times are way off pace so far. Yeah. Now, now, we referenced said, Davey, that a lot of these guys, you know, uh, some of them, you know, already know where they're going next year. Maybe they have, they haven't released it because they can't yet. But uh, in terms of drivers that we say, you know, maybe solidify their effort where their current team are looking to move on, I think uh, uh, I'm guessing that once you climb in the cockpit, this is your your focus. Yeah. All of that stuff you got to leave uh, outside yeah. of the cockpit. Yeah, that's right. That's just wash. You got to you got to wash it away and and just focus on what you have today. No matter what, for example, we know where Erickson's going. He's going to Andretti. But you know what? He wants to win the next three races for Ganassi. There's no question about it. It doesn't mean that he doesn't want it for that team or the team doesn't want to try to give him a good car to go win. They all want wins. So, you know, once you bolt in, you're focused, and it's about going to the front. Uh, Nick Yobin, let's have you take a peek down at the turn one into the racetrack and see what the cleanup uh, looks like. How's that progress? Uh, looks like it might be done, Mark James. It looks like all of the uh, track sweepers have moved off of the facility as well as the AMR IndyCar safety crew as well. Sounds like uh, pit lane has also opened as well. We'll see if there's any takers, but in terms of that cleanup markdown in turns one and two, all done here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. And we're assuming it's too early, Davey, for anyone to be gambling, thinking about giving those uh, alternates. Well, yeah. we say that, but Jake Query, as we say that, you've got a bird's eye view of the Ferrucci pit box. Is it poker playing? That's the question. Santino Ferrucci is in the pit just next to Ed Carpenter. I was looking for Ed Carpenter's team, and all of a sudden Santino Ferrucci's hopped over the wall and laid down those softer compound red tires. So we shall see whether or not they actually go ahead and take that as soon as both of them come in. Carpenter, we anticipate, to come in and make a change to that nose because of the damage in that incident. And then Ferrucci just behind him is laid out with those reds. We'll see if they go to that. As a matter of fact, just as I say that, coming down pit road, these teams are about to get busy. Santino Ferrucci is in fact coming in. Ryan Hunter Ray in as well. But let's go to Ferrucci. He is in. He is up. And in fact, they are putting on the red tires. So the softer compound, Santino Ferrucci is a taker. He is down and away. And he makes it out of the pit stall because Ed Carpenter just in front of him. They are now starting to really struggle. It looks like changing that nose. So a long pit stop now for Ed Carpenter. What was already a rough day. They got that nose finally now off. 
new one goes on. They have not yet changed rubber for Ed Carpenter. So a flurry of activity here. Ed Carpenter down and away. Stayed on those black tires, Mark. Uh, Canapino and uh, Ryan Hunter-Ray, also among those coming to pit road, did not see them take those alternate tires. So interesting strategy for Santino Ferrucci. Davey, he had a bad, fast race car in qualifying and had a huge moment on his second lap. He probably would have had a top 10 starting position. Yeah, you know what? It's pretty interesting that they're going to do this. I'm not sure the strategy yet. I'm doing this because he's going to be in so much traffic. I don't know that he can really take advantage of those red tires. But you know what? This is exciting for all of us to see what they really can do. Maybe maybe he can jet through this field and get rid of a lot of guys on these softer compound tires. Uh, Bob Marino Automotive Group uh, sponsorship on the side pod of, uh, of that car. His teammate. An early end of the day, Michael Young for Benjamin Peterson. Yeah, that was a rough. Your first time here, and it didn't even make a first turn. Obviously, you had a little help getting around. Are you okay, first of all, and what happened? Yeah, totally fine. I mean, just regular race start, um, you know, starting towards the back with, with an issue from qualifying. But, you know, it's just when you start towards the back, people check up early. I, I was just maintaining the gap in front, and I think the guy behind me just, I don't know who it was. I haven't seen the tape, but... I think completely misjudged that um, and, and didn't see the fact that everyone was checking up. So, unfortunately, that ruined our race. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, what we des have done to deserve this luck. So, um, you know, I, all I can focus on is finishing the year as strong as possible with the team, uh, heading to Portland for, for the next event, which is a home track for me. I had a lot of success there last year with a win. So, it's just unfortunate. You know, it's it's such a long race. It's... To be, to be out in turn one to, to something stupid like that is pretty, pretty annoying. So um, out of our control, have to move on, be positive, and, um, yeah, just keep working, working my ass off. Glad you're okay. See you in Portland. Thank you. Benjamin Peterson. Green flag is in the air. David Malukas, Pato Award, putting a battle into turn number one. Boy, there is a flurry of action, about eight or ten cars back. They were going four, maybe five wide at the midway point of the front straightaway, but up front it's Joseph Newgarden, Colton the Herda, David Malukas, then a trio of Aero McLaren Chevrolets into turn three. Felix Rosenquist was able to work his way around Alexander Rossi. Meanwhile, back up front, already a five-tenths of a second lead for Joseph Newgarden. So with Newgarden, Herda, Malukas, Rosenquist, and Award, the top five into turn number one. Newgarden leads him into that first corner. The advantage is about eight car lengths over Colton Herta. Then another two back to David Malukas. Malukas has that third spot for now, but trying to run him down is Pato Award. They're separated by two car lengths into turn three. Uh, might as well mention it now. All-time lap leader here in terms of the most laps led. Joseph Newgarden led 170 laps en route to a win here. It's Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, Award, Rossi, Grosjean, Power, Lundquist, and below the top ten into turn two. It stays that way. Everybody trying to hug that inside line to rock it around turns one and two. New Garden's advantage stays healthy at about five car lengths. Further back, we see Alex Pillow taking a look to the inside of Linus Lundquist into turn number three. Marky's going to pick him off for the ninth spot. Yeah, he's got a rocket ship so far. That's the fourth spot that he's gained since we restarted. Meanwhile, the battle for third starting to heat up. That's David Malukas and Felix Rosenquist. Rosenquist in that orange and gray Aero McLaren Chevrolet was right up underneath the rear wing down the front straightaway. Lost a little bit out of turn number two. He's about three car lengths behind Malukas as they set sail into three. Pretty good look for that team to be running third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth, we should say, with Rosenquist, Award, and Rossi back up front. 
Newgarten heard of Lucas back to turn one. And we'll see Felix Rosenquist, the Swedish driver, put the, put the target right on the back of David Malukas's machine. Out of turn number two, it's about two car lengths. Those cars right planted smack dab in the middle of the racetrack as they set up for turn three. Need to clean up the issue involving Ed Carpenter and Benjamin Peterson. Jake Query can do that for us. Ed Carpenter, of course, came in, had that lengthy pit stop, changed the nose, just came in and served the drive-through penalty. So Ed Carpenter came in, served the penalty, was released by Andy Carpenter his way back to the back of the field. Just like that, 15 laps complete. Colton Herta trying to keep pace with uh, with uh, Joseph Newgarden, Nick Yeoman. Colton's been able to hold it in about five-tenths of a second. Yeah, it's kind of stabilized there between the first two drivers. All the action has been around third on back. Uh, Felix Rosenquist took a peek to the inside of David Malukas a lap ago. Couldn't pull off that pass mark. He's going to have to gather back up that momentum. Back to mid-road, Jake Query. Larry Foyt is on the radio for Santino Ferrucci. We talked about Ferrucci came in and took the red tires, Larry. Did you guys see something yesterday that made you go with this early strategy? Well, we're not really sure how long they're going to last, so that's why we thought let's get them out of the way early. Maybe they'll be good here. We can make some uh, passes early on, but if it doesn't work, we've got a lot of race to recover. Appreciate it, Larry Foyt. Again, Benjamin Peterson was involved in that incident. The teammate that opened things up, take the gamble. They decided to do it with Santino Ferrucci. David, your thoughts on that strategy? Yeah, well, you know, it's, I guess we got to try it. I don't know that it's good, but he has moved up and watching him. He's gaining spots. He's gained four spots since that restart. He's still way back in the field right now in that 22nd position. Another car I'm keeping an eye on is our points leader. we got to got to talk about him. He's already moved up from that 14th spot to 9th, and that's Pillow. Yeah, that's plus 5 for Alex Pillow. Meanwhile, it looks like Rosenquist and Award, the battle for the 4th position, gets interesting in turn 2. Yeah, Felix Rosenquist has uh, lost about a car length or 2 to David Malukas, and that has kind of dropped him back into the hands of Pato Award. Award's not able to do anything, though, with the mark into turn 3. Looked like David Malukas got a pretty decent run down the bank in the exit of turn number 2, and closed within about 4 tenths of a second to Colt Herta. Herta stretches it back out. Now it looks like Felix Rosenquist has hit the button, and he has designs on David Malukas. Top five out of turn number two, still Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, and then Pato Award. Bit of a gap, about six car lengths back to Alexander Rossi, who holds down that sixth spot. Top ten, Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, and Pato Award. Then Alexander Rossi, Roman Grosjean, Will Power, Alex Below, and Scott McLaughlin. Lundquist, Einlacht, Dixon, Erickson, and VK, the top 15 as the leaders head back to turn two. And Joseph Newgarden is uh, starting to inch his way away from Colton Herta, calling about seven car lengths down in the back straightaway. But we continue to watch those two teammates. They are best of friends, Mark, Rosenquist and Pato Award. But uh, they are nice and tight through turns three and four as they both try to run down the Chicago native David Malukas. Go back a year ago, and it was Pato Award that was uh, none too silent about his support of Rosenquist as a teammate and they listened, and so Rossi joined them, and that, that trio maybe have underachieved a little bit, but looking for a strong finish to the season now as the field sets up for turn three. And you can add Roman Grosjean into the mix as well as the uh, driver has moved into the seventh position, and it's a bit of a seven-car breakaway back to eighth place running Will Power. Power is about ten car lengths behind that group mark that's back on the front straightaway. And you talked about Alex Below, Davey. Uh, uh, Will Power, obviously, his car running well. Marcus Erickson, too. He had some damage to that race 
car. Not a really good qualifying position for him, but Erickson's picked up a couple of yeah, spots. Yeah, he sure has. And we talk about power. Remember, we talked to him, who's going to go high? I bet power would be one of them, and he was. He went up high for a few laps or couldn't really gain any ground, but the, he wasn't really losing anything. So that's good. the good indication that outside group is coming in. It's getting rubbered in a little bit. Let's just hope the marbles stay off of it. Uh, uh, so now we've got about uh, 19 or so laps in this stint. You ought to have a pretty good idea of what you have, yeah, at least in this first Everybody stint. knows what they have right now, and, and we know kind of what they have right now. Now, you know Newgarden's not pushing it 100% right now. Got a nice little lead over Colton Hurt. I feel the same for Colton. Malukas, I see he's went up to that third position, had a great start. But I see his lap times are falling off just a little bit. Matter of fact, first and second are quicker than him. Third place, I'm sorry, fourth place, fifth place are quicker than him. So right now, he needs to find a little bit of speed just to hold that pace in that third position. Pretty impressive pace after nine laps of caution to start. Uh, we are 25 laps complete now. Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, and Award, the top five. Rossi, Grosjean, Power, Pelo, and McLaughlin, the top ten of the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Coming up on 30 laps complete, Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, Award, the top five. Rossi, Grosjean, Power, Pelo, and McLaughlin, the top ten. Here's Michael Young with the HPD Engineering Update. Wayne Gross, of course, manager trackside for HPD. Final oval of the year. It's hard to believe this season's almost over, but an exciting one thus far. It's going to be very competitive throughout this entire afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, last oval, we got, you know, Herta and Malukas looking pretty good. Hopefully we can give Joseph a good run for the money and, uh, Finish the season strong, you know, push uh, push Palou for a championship and see how it goes. It's amazing that he could almost be ready to win a championship, and we still have a couple of races to go before we finish this thing up. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, it's an oval. It's Joseph. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, we got a couple of strong guys up there, and we'll uh, give it our best. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Wayne Gross. He's the manager trackside for HPD, and that's your HPD engineering update. Uh, this report for the pits brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. Let's check in with Jake Query. And you heard the word right there, keeping an eye on what Joseph Newgarden is doing. Theoretically, just about halfway through, one would think this first stint. They haven't really started talking about exactly when they're going to bring him in. The conversation between Tim Sendrick and the leading Joseph Newgarden has been simple, and that has been he had a vibration early at the outset of the race. That has settled itself out now now what they're doing and you guys talked about it talking about fuel efficiency for joseph newgarden finding out and trying to get a read here with of course clean track in front of them exactly what that means and then how the fuel efficiency will be affected once he gets into lap traffic so that's the concern right now one would think it would be somewhere in the low 60s when we'll see newgarden come in back to michael young yeah, it's going to be interesting to hear a puddle award radio talker about halfway through fuel fuel excuse me through this fuel stint so at lap 33 they could potentially get to lap 65 that's obviously the number that they need to hit to make this a four stopper it's just a matter of how he can keep those tires underneath and they said ride around for a little bit we need to make some fuel and if you can do that we think we'll be fine so we'll watch Pato Award as they get through this first stint out here on this one and a quarter mile over 34 laps complete this time by Newgarden your leader full field rundown for you now Herta, Malukas, Rosa Quist and Award through fifth sixth is Rossi seventh is Grosjean John, 8th is Power, ninth is Below, McLaughlin is 10th, Lundquist is 11th, Eilat is 12th, Dixon is 13th, Erickson 14th, 15th VK, Takubasato is 16th, Connor Daly 17th, Elio Castroneves 18th, Kyle Kirkwood 19th, DeFrancesco 20th, Lundgaard 21st, Ferrucci 22nd, 
Stingray Rob is 23rd, Hunter Ray 24th, Canapino 25th, 26th is Ray Hall, then Carpenter 27th, three laps down, and Benjamin Peterson out of the race will finish 28th today. Nick Yeoman still a pretty comfortable advantage for Joseph Newgarden. Malukas and Herna acts like it's trying to get interesting. Yeah, just the last couple laps, Newgarden's inched away. It's been stable at five to seven car lengths for the first 30 laps, but just in the last uh, couple, Mark, he's stretched it out to about 10 car lengths. It's nothing like what we saw at Iowa Speedway where Newgarden was absolutely untouchable, but he is starting to inch his way away from Colton Herta. You can't say the same, though, for that battle second on back. Herda to Malukas to Rosenquist to Award. Mark, they are all evenly separated by three or four car lengths just waiting for one of them to make a bobble. 26 consecutive laps under Green, Davey. Are we feeling any tired dead yet? For sure. Yeah, definitely. They're starting to feel it right now. They're, the dag is happening. They're, you know, the ones that are going to go on the four-stop strategy and get that, to that 65-lap point Pretty, pretty uh, hard on these tires, I think, around here, especially with the lack of rubber on the track, lack of grip that really slows you down. But we're going to find out. I, I know some are going to try it, especially the leaders. If Newgarden can keep that balance and keep a lead, you know he's going to go for that four-stopper. But I expect about lap 50, these guys are going to start coming in to do that, that five-stopper and start getting some new tires on. It's just crazy. As you look out across this racetrack, you can see this field strung out. I mean, the gap is pretty similar all the way through the field. It really is. And, and right now, I was keeping an eye on Newgarden to see how close he was to Ed Carpenter. Ed's running last on track. He'd be the first one to go another lap down. Unfortunately, he lost the lap when he did the penalty. Um, and right now, he has about a quarter of a straightaway uh, between him and Ed Carper. Ed's actually challenging, uh, looks like Ryan Hunter Ray or VK. That's maybe VK. Or no, it's Ed Hunter Ray. And, oh, Stingray Rob. I'm sorry. That's who it is. And Ed's challenging him. So Stingray's holding Ed up just a little bit as well. Uh, well, Joseph Newgarden clearly is comfortable with an eight tenths of a second lead. But again, Nick Yeoman, I'm keeping the, I'm keeping my eye on Malukas and Rosenquist. I think as these tires start to go away a little bit, that looks like the one that might get interesting the quickest. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. And what we saw yesterday in the Indy Next Race, Mark, is as soon as those leaders caught some lap traffic, all of a sudden those used tires felt even worse. So, yeah, as Newgarden catches the tail end of the lead, uh, lead pack, as will Herda, as will Malukas, and we'll find out whose car is good on a long run early in this race. An update from Pit Road with Michael Young. It's been an interesting conversation between Nick Snyder, his race strategist, and, of course, the Driver Pato Award. They've been talking on the radio about fuel save, fuel save, fuel save. The tires have been good so far. Nick Snyder actually said, we're going to try to do this in three. My jaw dropped. It'd have to be 86 laps to do it in three stops, but that was the talk of the radio. Hard to believe it's possible. We'll see how this all plays out. Michael, your jaw dropped. Davey Hamilton yeah. did a double take. Yeah, a double take. Boy, that would be amazing. They, for one, you're saving fuel the entire time to make to get to there, number one. So you're saving fuel, probably easier on tires, but I just don't know if that pace could hold up throughout this race. Uh, 43 laps complete next time by Newgarden, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, and Award the top five. Rossi, Grosjean, Power, Pillow, and McLaughlin the top ten. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Well, it was really neat to be able to see both the primaries and the alternates out on the racetrack. It was really hard to judge the difference between the two because if you watch practice, the very first stint everybody was doing, they were trying to set up for qualifying, get ready for this morning, and then the rest of the time they were working on their setups. So a lot of the fast times were set on the primary tires as they were in qualifying trim, and as they moved to race setup, everything seemed to be pretty close. 
and Kara Kristalik talking about the use of those alternates for the first time on the Oval in the NTT IndyCar Series. And uh, it has happened, Nick Yeoman. We're coming up on 50 laps into this race, and the leader has caught the rear of the field. Yep, it's uh, happened in turns three and four as Joseph Newgarden is going to have to find a way around his old boss, Ed Carpenter, down the front straightaway. It's about four car lengths. Newgarden, uh, 49 laps on those tires, Mark. Going to have to pick a spot to get around Carpenter. First thing to watch, Davey, is how will that arrow wash off the car of Ed Carpenter affect the car of Joseph Newgarden? Well, it's definitely affecting him. You start watching Joseph's laps. He is running the 25-1. I'm sorry, 26 point, like, 7 range, 26-5. He slowed down into the 9s a couple tenths off. Hurd has been able to close that gap a little bit, but the same thing. Ed's being held up by Stingray Rob, so it's just kind of a Right now, they're all, everybody's in dirty air and wash right now, kind of stabilized around this track. And we mean everybody, Nick Yeoman, because Colton Herta's been about 1.2 seconds back for the last five laps. I mean, quite frankly, it is hard to find a really good battle on the racetrack right now as everybody's just putting down blistering laps. Starting to see some drivers pit. Looks like Takuma Sato is going to be the first, first taker under green. But we watch as they come down the front straightaway, Mark. Newgarden's got a run on Carpenter into turn one. Yeah, pretty good run on Ed Carpenter. In fact, he tucks right up underneath him. Ed Carpenter gets to the bottom of the racetrack, so not able to do anything with him yet. How about off of turn number two? Out of turn number two, it's about three or four car lengths as Carpenter has that car planted right in the middle of the racetrack. He'll arc it into turn number three. Newgarden closes to within two car lengths. Joseph trying to run that inside line. Got a strong charge down to the inside. Mark is going to set him up at the start-finish line. Start-finish line. They go side-by-side. Side. It looks like Ed might have lifted a little bit to let him make the pass. So he cleared him, and now I believe that's the car of Stingray Rob. And Nick, once he clears Stingray Rob, he'll have some clean racetrack for at least a handful of laps. Yeah, there's not a car within 25 to 30 car lengths out of that arrow screen for Stingray Rob. So uh, for Joseph Newgarden, he'll want to make quick work. We also see Christian Lundgaard pitting here on this lap as well, but it is still Newgarden, up and Malukas mark the top three. Number around 51, 52, 53. You kind of were, you, this is where you thought activity this really, would yeah, this, I think this is where majority of the guys are going to be, they're doing their pitting in this area right here, and it's happening, and that's going to be uh, on that five-stop uh, range. Sato just pitted, but Nick, you think he's slowed I, I, He looked really high out of turn number two, Davey. I don't know if he got loose and hit the wall, but he is very slow. Joseph Newgarden got around him. Now Ed Carpenter is going to try to as well. Mark, that's stacking him up into turn one. And Colton Herner tries to go to the inside, make it three wide into turn number one. And Takuma Sato's car, he has a problem. He washes way up the racetrack. Four or five cars scoot around. That's going to set up some battles, Mark. It looks like Malukas is going to pop to the outside to try to get Colton Herta for second. And they stay side by side, and Malukas is going to make the high line work for him, and Colton Herta's going to have to lift a little bit. His car not nearly as comfortable to the high side uh, through three and four as the car of David Malukas. And now it looks like Herta's in trouble again into turn number one, Nick. Yeah, it looks like he's going to lose a spot to Pottawa Ward and Felix Rosenquist. Swipe the credit card underneath Colton Herta. It's an arrow McLaren attack on Colton Herta. Rossi's going to set him up. He'll go to the inside mark into turn three. This is what that tire deck does to you, David. Yeah, that's exactly right. And what happened, oh, Colton's going to come in right now. He's definitely going to pit, get some new tires on that. But uh, Sato got up high on those new tires. He just got up high, got marbles, can't get him cleaned off. And just, uh, you know, that's what happened to him for sure. And we saw a track-level view courtesy of our yeah. monitor. There's marbles forming already in that yeah, highlight. Yeah, there's already, you know, it just happens. I mean, unfortunately, you know, it's hard to 
get rid of those unless you're running in that second groove. And when Sato got up there, got the marbles on those new tires, he just had no grip. Turn two. Dick Yeoman. Mark just saw a car slap the wall. It's one of the Hunko's Hollinger cars. I believe that is Callum Eilat. He left a nice black streak along the outside of the turn two wall. He's got that car still running, but he definitely touched the wall. In fact, he's very slow down the front straightaway as Linus Lundquist roars past. And while that happened, Michael Young was at Colton Herta's pit box. 6.8 seconds stop for Colton Herta. They went to the primaries for stint number two. Good stop. Just to turn a wing of uh, the front wing out for Colton Herta. He was a little bit too loose. We'll see how he fares. And we see Alex Pillow coming to the attention of the American Legion squad. And Michael Young has that stop. First stop of the afternoon for Alex Pillow. They are going to stick with the... No, they're checking it. They're going to the alternate. So one of the first takers of the front runners, Alex Pillow, down and away. Good stop, 7.4. You kind of felt like this first stint was when we would see a lot of those alternates. Yeah, you? and I think this is the time to do it. Put them on right now. They're spread out a little bit. See what they're going to do. Now, this is your only chance. If they're really fast and they last good, it's maybe not the best decision. But I think, you know, I would do it in the second stint. Uh, we see the 77 of Callum Eilat has come on and off pit road. Jake Query is there. As a matter of fact, they're taking a look at the rear end of Kellum Eilat. They've decided not to make any sort of an adjustment. Was a lengthy stop. Nick Yeoman had talked about some contact. They checked the balance on it, sent him back out. As for Joseph Newgarden, the leader, they have decided to keep him out for now. They like the way that car was handling once he got into some of that traffic. So they're going to keep him out, try to get a couple more laps in before they come in and change that rubber. Alinus Lundquist giving that car a pretty good ride, Davey. He just came on and off pit road. He's been running around at 15. That's right. Running pretty darn good. Matter of fact, was higher than that there for a while in that 60 car, replacing Simon Pajdo, and on pit lane right now, Elio Castroneves' his teammate. Yep, good clean stop for Elio Castroneves. Couple of pit boxes behind him. We see the car of Devlin Francesco. He comes uh, to the attention of his crew. He's got to get on and off pit road. Felix Rosequist is the next one to stop. Scott McLaughlin, your pole, the, the pole winner, but had that nine position grid penalty. Michael Young, he too's on pit road. And Felix Rosenquist is getting set to come in. Actually made that stop. Looks very, very good as his teammates, Pottawa Ward and Alexander Rossi, will come in next time by. Yeah, and they're coming your way right now. We also expect to see the leader, Joseph Newgarden, pitting very, very soon. So here they come, Michael Young, right in front of you, Alexander Rossi, and also and uh, Pottawa Ward. They're both going to the alternates. Odd, they are pitted next to each other, so it's going to be extremely tight. Jake. Half a turn at the front for the Pottawa Ward stop, and Alexander Rossi a little bit slow to Jake Quinn. No changes to the car of Joseph Newgarden, but he did put on red tires. Now, the interesting thing, just in front of him when he pulled out, that of Santino Ferrucci. Keep in mind, Ferrucci pitted earlier with the softer compound tires, already back in to change that set. And we see Roman Grosjean coming on to pit road to the attention of his crew and to Michael Young. Everybody going to those alternate reds, or at least a majority of those front runners. The stop has begun for Roman Grosjean. Good stop for that crew. They pack it full of shell racing fuel. Grosjean down and away. Updates of Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. Among those across the way, we've yet to see come to Pit Road, Davey. Uh, Will Power, Scott Dixon. Yeah, that's right. Two of them left out there. May try to get it, stretch it up, maybe to that 70-lap uh, mark to try to make this a three-stopper. I'm sorry, a four-stopper instead of five. So we'll see how they fare out right now. They're losing track time, though. 
these these drivers on the new tires are cutting some pretty darn good laps. And although Power did a 26 for that last time by pretty impressive. I think we've answered Larry Ford's question in terms of let's see how we like those alternates yeah. because uh, Santino Ferrucci didn't turn a lot of laps on he him. Didn't turn a lot of laps already, and he's made two stops. He's only on lap 61 by the time he made it. So here comes Will Power right now in pit lane. Yeah, we could look across the way. We could see the Wolf Pack is laid out as well. And uh, Power and Dixon, uh, their pit boxes are literally nose to tail side by side with one another. Jake Worry's in position to call both of those stops as both are on pit road. Scott Dixon works his way right now on the pit road. That PNC Bank machine, just as Canapino has left pit road, Scott Dixon is in. So the Wolfpack now changes that rubber. Scott Dixon sits and waits. PNC Bank machine is down. Scott Dixon is away, Mark. That looks like he's got the alternates on for this, Davey. And we saw Will Power come on and off pit road just in front of Scott Dixon. Yeah, sure enough. And he, he made a good stop. Several cars. New Garden has alternates on, as you just said. Uh, power not. He's showing the leader still, but that's going to cycle back around here momentarily. But right now, Colton Herta was the eight, had a really good pit stop, was able to get back out in front of uh, Pato Award, but Pato's all over the back here. Uh, so, Nick Yeoman, where is Scott Dixon going to cycle back in as he gets up to speed in turn number three? Uh, let's see. Where is Scott Dixon? Uh, i got to find him, Mark. I apologize. Uh, Scott Dixon fresh off of a pit stop. Off we'll of see four. where he blends in. He is off of turn number four. Looks like Scott Dixon Davey is going to cycle back in in position number 13. Number 13. He's just creeping ahead. His teammate uh, and the points leader, Pillow, he's doing the same. He's in that eighth position after that round of stops. It's New Garden Herda. Herda picked up three positions, if you recall. All three McLaren cars got by him before he came in. But what he was able to do on that earlier stop, get on that fresher rubber, cut some laps, make up some time, and then when the McLaren cars uh, came out, he cycled ahead of them. Coming up on 70 laps complete, Joseph Newgarden is your leader, Colton Herta is second, Pato Award is third, David Malukas is fourth, Felix Rosenquist is fifth, Marcus Erickson sixth, Alexander Rossi seventh, Alex Below is eighth, Scott McLaughlin ninth, Will Power is tenth, Reynas VK eleventh, Ramon Grosjean is twelfth, Scott Dixon thirteenth, Linus Lundquist, 14th. Connor Daly, 15th. Christian Lundgaard is 16th. 17th, Elio Castro Neves. 18th, Devlin Dean Francesco. 19th, Ryan Hunter Ray. 20th, Kyle Kirkwood. 21st, Graham Rahul. 22nd, a lap down to Cubasano. 23rd, Santino Ferrucci, a lap down. Also a lap down in 24th, Stingray Rob and Augustin Canapino in 25th. Four laps down to Zed Carpenter in 26th. Callum Eilat, nine laps down to Nick Yeoman. A battle for second heating up. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be much of a battle as Pato Awards set Colton the Herd up at a turn number four, darted around him and took that second spot. Now Herda's got problems out of the rear view mirrors. He sees David Malukas try to set him up into turn number three. And he sets him up into turn number three, see if he can make the pass and actually early on in this next stint, the activity is picking up a little bit. Here comes David Malukas off of turn number four, pulling up on Colton Herda. Rosenquist, Erickson, Rossi also getting interesting as all of them roar back to turn number one. Yeah, Colton Herda's car not really strong out of turn number four. Pato Award got the charge a lap ago. I thought Malukas was going to be strong enough, but Colton got it gathered back up. He runs in third, but Malukas is right there, Mark, a car length behind. Pit Road and Michael Young. Interesting to note that all of the drivers getting around Colton Herta are on those alternate red tires. Colton went on his second stint with the primary tires, so indeed they may be quick, at least initially in these runs. For now, Takuma Sada was serving as a bit of a buffer, a buffer for those in their quest to track down Joseph Newgarden, although 
Pato Award appears to be awfully fast, Nick Yo, but he's got it down to six tenths of a second. Yeah, Pato blitzed right by Takuma Sato down the front straightaway, and he appears to be catching the race leader, Joseph Newgarden. Out of turn number four, Newgarden, that blue and white PNC bank car. They're both separated by about six car lengths, and they're both marked running those alternate reds. Uh, Newgarden's led 68 laps on the day. Pato Award with a strong charge off of turn number two. He shaved another tenth off of it. Really makes a strong charge at the entrance in turn number three. It was eight car lengths. Now it's down to four as the Mexican driver starts to stalk the American Oval Master. Out of turn number four, Joseph Newgarden lets that car eat up off of the corner. Pato Award right in the tire tracks at the start-finish line. No question, at least for now, that uh, Joseph Newgarden appears to be a little stronger through three and four. It's through one and two The Pato Award is able to make hay. Posed within a couple of car lengths down in the exit of turn two. Yeah, turns one and two is where you can really be light and heavy on the throttle. Turns three and four, it's about trying to get a good entry and hold it wide open. Newgarden's holding it wide open right now. He's might have opened it up about a car length or so, Mark. Newgarden by about five or six car lengths over Pato Award. A little bit further back, Colton Herner for now is bottled up behind a slower car. Santino Ferrucci among them, and here comes David Malucas to the high side in turn one. He looked low, now he's going to look high. He used that high line to perfection a year ago to get his first career podium. Right in the tire tracks out of turn number two, they're separated by a car length, the midway point of the backstretch. 75 laps complete next time by Newgarden Award Herner Malukas and Rosequist, the top five of the Bobarito Automotive Group 500. Bobarito Automotive Group 500 presented by Exalta and Valvoline, and you are listening to it on one of these great radio stations, WSCW, Char- uh, South Charleston, West Virginia, WROI, Rochester, Indiana, and our newest affiliate, 590 The Fan, right here in St. Louis, Missouri, in addition to all of you joining us in the grandstand here today, listening to us on the public address. We appreciate you being here for sure. What a great race that's unfolding before our very eyes, Davey Hamilton. Interesting to see this pit strategy and how these teams are in, uh, involving these uh, alternate tires into that strategy for the first time on an Yeah, one. that's right. We see about half the field right now with those on, including our leader and second place runner, Pato Award. So we'll see if the times drop off. So far, so good right now. One thing that I have noticed, those marbles we continue to talk about, just the debris off the tires is in that second, third lane. Don't want to get up there. We've seen Stingray Rob get up there, almost have contact with the turn two wall, was able to keep it away from there. But, uh, boy, he really held the, uh, some guys up once he got back on racetrack. Like, uh, who's, who do we talk about? Power, who seems like has always had bad luck in front of him. 81 laps complete. Newgarden Award, Herta, Malukas, Rosenquist, the top five. Herta and Malukas, it stays tight, J- uh, Nick Yeoman, at the interest to turn three. Yeah, and as those two battle through turns three and four, they have allowed the front two to really check out out of turn uh, number four, though. It's the battle for the third position. Colton Hurt in that Gamebridge car by two car lengths as they set up for turn one. Joseph Newgarden has led 78 laps on the day, Jay Query. Mark, you had noticed that Pato Ward was closing that gap. You weren't the only one. Joseph Newgarden did as well. Radioed into Tim Sendrick and said, do you want me to try to play a fuel game here or do you want me to hold position? Sendrick looked at it and said, you know what? He's on the softer compound tires. Speaking of Pato Award, so too are you. Pitted around the same time, so his grip's going to be the same as yours. As a result, go time. Hold the position. Go for it. Do what you've got to do. As a result, Newgarden's lead back to where it was over Pato Award. We talk a lot about dirty air when it comes to trying to make a pass, Davey, for the person that uh, might be the lay person, maybe joining us for the first time, not familiar with what that is. Explain how that changes the feel of the race car when a driver pulls up on the car in front of you. So him. obviously we were aero-dependent, meaning when you have a wing on a car, under wings like the Indy cars do, 
it requires air to push down on that race car to give a grip to the racetrack. When you follow another car and that dirty air is disturbing it, it's hitting the wings and everything in the car in front, it just disturbs that air so much and you don't have a solid, you know, you're, not, you're getting about half the downforce. The easiest way to do it, Mark, is if you go down the road sometime behind a, a semi-truck or something and, and just put your hand out the window and then pull behind that truck and do the same thing and you'll just feel how it's, your hand's going to move back and forth. It's just rough, dirty air and so that's no different than what these cars are getting. Well, to see it uh, either on the front straight or the back straight, I guess if you want to see it, if you're in the stands, to uh, it, 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 if a car comes off of two, gets a really nice run, it seems like they're going to pull up on a car and pass, but they get to a certain point, they just can't just get any can't. closer. And here's the thing. You get the drafts. The so drafts are good. So that car knocking the hole in the air is really good for you behind. You can catch up to them. But on this track, this mile-and-a-quarter track, it's just hard to get that run like at Indianapolis, a two-and-a-half-mile track or some of the bigger ones we go to. It gives you the opportunity to knock that hole in the air, catch up to them, and then pass it before you enter the corner. Here, that's what's a bit difficult. You can catch up to them, but it's right at the corner. Then you get in there and you have no air on the front of your car, and then you slide up. Uh, Nick Gilman, we cited lap traffic as a, a perhaps an impediment to uh, the, the cars running in second and third, Award and Herta. I don't think Santino Ferrucci, you, you can't place that label on him anymore. However, that continues to be a pretty good battle. Herta, Malukas, and Rosenquist is trying to get close to that. Yeah, the lap traffic was no problem for Pato. He blitzed around Ferrucci and Sato pretty quickly, but you're right. Ferrucci and Sato may actually have a little bit more pace right now than third place running Colton Herta because Herta is a good uh, 15 to 20 car lengths behind those cars, and he simply can't run them down. David Malukas, not close enough to threaten, but Mark, those two have let Newgarden and Pato Award grab about a full straightaway lead here on lap 88. Uh, 1.2 seconds to be specific. We're coming up on 90 laps complete. And Joseph Newgarden is your leader. Here's your full field rundown. Pato Award is in second place. Colton Herta third. David Malukas fourth. Felix Rosenquist is fifth. Marcus Erickson is sixth. Alexander Rossi seventh. Alex Pillow is eighth. Scott McLaughlin is ninth. Renus VK is tenth. Will Power eleventh. Roman Grosjean is twelfth. Dixon is 13th, Lundquist is 14th, Connor Daly 15th, Lundgaard 16th, Castro Nevis 17th, Hunter Ray 18th, Kirkwood is 19th, DeFrancesco was 20th, Graham Rahal is 21st. These cars were lapped down, 22nd, Tugumasano, 23rd, Santino Ferrucci, 24th, Augustin Canapito, 25th, Stingray Rob, four laps down at 26th, Ed Carpenter listed as out of the race in 27th, Callum Eilat, 28th, Benjamin Peterson. Those on the move today, Remus VK plus 10, Erickson plus 9, Pelot plus 6, Hunter Ray plus 5, and Augustin Canapino is plus 4. As we mentioned, Joseph Bugarden has now led 86 laps, will power during pit stops, led four laps. There's been one caution for nine laps, and as it stands right now, Davey, the lead would be down to 76 points for Alex Pillow over Joseph Bugar. Yeah, how about that? 76 points at 101, but that tells you, you know, with two races left after this raid, Pillow uh, is still in really, really good shape, but let's look at another championship run. It's Honda at 1,276, Chevrolet at 1,251. How about that? I mean, that thing's tightening right up. As we know, Chevrolet's first and second right now. Three of the top five. Three of the top five. They're hoping to maybe slide a few more in there to try to catch up to Honda. They've been behind most of the year, by the way. And let's, uh, in addition to the nine-position grid penalties, yes. uh, some of those guys that normally get some pretty good points for them aren't going to be able to do that They aren't going to be able to do it, 
but man, I'll tell you what, Herta, who we talked about, needs a good run, hasn't really had a super strong run without some issues going on. He, in that third position, is helping Honda out. And how about out of nowhere, David Malukas, what a great job. He's not, I shouldn't say out of nowhere. He's been tough here before. We know he's good, but that team has been struggling just a little bit. Back to Pit Road and Jake Query. You know, it's interesting, Mark. We had talked at the outset of this race. You had made the point about the fact that these pit stalls are now five feet shorter and how that could become tricky and complicated, especially if you are pitting amongst others. But perhaps Davey can touch on this. For Joseph Newgarden, who has the very first pit stall here, he was directly behind Benjamin Peterson, who was eliminated from this race. That team has already left. So as a result of that, perhaps Davey advantaged Newgarden because now when he comes in, he has an entire two pit stalls when he pulls in to be able to cleanly find himself back onto the pit road and exit once he makes changes. Yeah, and it could help him knowing that he's completely gone, but you know, you are allowed to drive through a couple pit boxes before your own, so as long as Peterson wasn't there, still probably going to be about the same, but if Peterson was and they tried to pit at the same time, definitely would be advantage at that point. Well, Davey Hamilton, a tough loss this week for you and your family. Billy Vukovic the second, one of the legendary drivers, one of the legendary names in all the motorsports, sadly passed away. Yeah, it was a sad day. I mean, if it wasn't for the Vukovic family, I, I put this out on social media, and there's no question, Mark, I more than likely wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. I wouldn't have the opportunity to race IndyCars. That family um, helped me through my career um, from Super Modifieds all the way through racing with Billy the third, being best of friends, and then and then Bill Second just picked out right up on helping me and kind of guiding me where to go in IndyCar and introduced me to a lot of key people to allow me to uh, to be here today. Well, I'll tell you what, nobody better than legendary motorsports journalist and, and author, former member of this radio network, Dave Argabright, who pays tribute to the legendary Bill Vukovic II. Auto racing gives us much. Unfortunately, it can also take away much. A striking example of that is Bill Vukovic II, who left us a few days ago at the age of 79. Bill raced in IndyCar from 1965 to 1982, was Rookie of the Year at Indianapolis in 1968, and winner at Michigan in 1973. His father, Bill Vukovic, was a two-time Indy 500 winner, and his son, Bill Vukovic III, was Rookie of the Year at the 500 in 1988, making the Vukovic family the first three-generation family at Indianapolis. However, Bill's life was marked by tragedy. He was 11 years old when his father lost his life while leading the 500 in 1955. 35 years later, his son Billy was lost in a racing crash as well. To lose both your father and your son to racing is beyond our ability to comprehend. Although his heart was broken, Bill never lost his love for racing. To lose so much, yet still harbor such a deep passion for the sport, says something about the power of racing in our life. Through it all, Bill was a strong man who found comfort in his great many races friends around the country, and he spent his entire life immersed in the sport he loved so dearly. So long, Vuki. Your race is run, my friend. It was a good one. Black 103 updates the pit road. Let's start with Jake Query. Well, pit stop for Joseph Newgarden came in, got new rubber. By that, I mean the Firestone Firehawks back to the primary black tires. He did 41 laps on the softer compound red. No changes aerodynamically. They sent him back out. Incidentally, just before that, one lap before it, his teammate Will Power came in. Power is now on the softer compound reds. Michael Young. 
And for this end of pit lane, everybody trying to get off the reds early. The Meyer Shank Racing guys barely made it past 35. Same two with Roman Grosjean. And for Pato Award, who just came through, he got to about 40. So the lastings are the, the, the life of those tires, certainly not what they expected. I think everybody wants to get off of them as quick as they can. And this will probably be, Davey, a five-stopper for everybody. Absolutely, yeah, and I figured that. I mean, four was just going to be, I, th I just don't think the tires can last long enough, especially when you have to run that red alternate softer tire. I just didn't think that it would last long enough. So, yeah, I think everybody's falling into that five-stopper. Five, uh, five stopper. That three-stopper, I think it was impossible. I think it's somebody pulling her leg. Erickson, Pelot, and Malukas among those who also came to pit road. Those updates from pit road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. I want to thank these great radio stations for carrying the Bobarino Automotive Group 500 today, WYDS and Decatur, Illinois, WHYB in Wisconsin, and our flagship station in Indianapolis, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. So, Davey Hamilton, this pit strategy. Finally, I think we have some uh, definitive answers in terms of who's doing what. Yeah, right. We sure do. Actually, Pato Ward, we just seen him make a nice move on his teammate Rosaquist right behind. Uh, right behind uh, Newgarden, and, and they're right behind Malukas. So Malukas has a good run going on right now. Hasn't pitted him or Colton Herta. Still need to pit. Matter of fact, several of them. So does Rosenquist. But right now, you got uh, a nice lead. Ooh, you got a good battle with uh, uh, with Puddle Ward and, and uh, our leader, our led most of rest the race new guard and uh, that's where things will cycle back to nick yeoman as they head for turn number three yeah very well could be for the de facto lead when things shake out Pato award took a chance took a try into turn number one couldn't pull it off but he's right there behind joseph newgarden newgarden being held up by malukas who's going long malukas runs second but mark we're watching award and newgarden to turn one yeah joseph newgarden moved around a little bit at the exit of turn number four nick yeoman trying to build up some momentum and gain a little momentum but maybe off of Malukas, but it didn't appear to work for him. Yeah, both of these drivers trying to hustle around Malukas and Herta, who are right in front of them, to try to get their laps back. Newgarden took a late charge underneath the lap car of Ed Carpenter, and Pato Award's going to get held up. Award had to check out of the throttle. That's going to allow Joseph Newgarden to open up a nice 12-car length advantage as Pato tries to get around Ed Carpenter into one. And uh, just like that, Felix Rosenquist is right there in that mix as well, Nick Yeoman. So all of them trying to work their way around the slower car and Rosenquist runs third. He still has yet to pit as well. So this train that we're watching, it's Herta, then Malukas. Those two are on the lead lap running one, two. Newgarden's the third car in train. He's the de facto leader with award behind him. And then Rosenquist, Mark, who runs third. A really good run for Joseph Newgarden, who pulls up on the rear wing of David Malukas at the entrance to turn two. They'll shoot their way out of that second quarter as Malukas uh, sounds like he may be making a pit stop. In fact, Mark, he will pull off of the racing line and head for the pit entrance lane. David Malukas going to give up that second spot. Yeah, been a good run for David Malukas. And, of course, we've talked about that spirited run late in the race last year, which led him to a podium finish at Jake Query. So far, it's been a really good day for the Dale Coyne driver. The Dale Coyne team is getting ready to put on the red softer compound tires for David Malukas as the Chicago native now pulls it on to pit road. That car number 18 comes in. HMD racing with Dale Coyne. The red softer compounds go on. Tear off goes away. Did make a front wing adjustment and David Malukas down and away now on the softer compound tires. A good stop for Devlin DeFrancesco as well. A little further up pit road toward the pit entry. We see Stingray Rob's crew going to work on his car and Davey it looks like it's not going to be much longer before we see Felix Rosenquist. Yeah, yeah. Rosenquist will be the last one to really cycle in. Dixon as well coming in pit lane right now actually.
Uh, so Colton Herta, Felix Rosenquist both coming to pit road, Michael Young. Colton Herta will surrender the lead and he will go to the alternate reds as we keep an eye on Felix Rosenquist's car as well. A good stop, no changes as far for Colton Herta. They packed him full of shell racing fuel. Colton Herta's down and away and it's a drag race. Felix Rosenquist down and away as well. Now the question will be where will they cycle back in once they clear pit road? They do that right now and they'll have to blend back in off of turn number two. So Nick Yeoman, you have your eye on the, those two cards. Colton Herta off of pit road on the backstretch. And they've been battling David Malukas, and Malukas is going to blitz right around both of them heading in to turn number three. So David Malukas finally gets around Colton Herta. Herta able to hold off Rosenquist, Mark, as they left pit lane. Pretty good timing on the spot for David Malukas. Yeah, it really group. was. Really good spot. And, you know, when you have those fresh tires, you make so much time on your outlap, and you may make two seconds up, which that's going to cycle you ahead of the guys you're racing with. It uh, looks like Scott Dixon is involved in a pretty good battle with a couple of cars. Scott McLaughlin also mixed up in that and Will Power. And uh, the Scott Dixon has now Davey. It looks like according to timing and scoring, Scott Dixon cycled back to the front. But he's, he last pitted on lap 65. Kyle Kirkwood currently running second. He, he pitted on lap 61. That's right. We see actually Malukas uh, going by Palo right now who had pitted as well. Um, they're on the same strategy. same, uh, And so that's a good spot for him moving up. It's Dixon. And Kirkwood and Cantapino, first, second, and fifth that have not pitted yet. David Malukas taking a look uh, to the bottom of Will Power. It's going to work his way around Will Power. Power last pitted on lap uh, of 101, Davey. Yeah, 101. So right now it's 116. So, you know, he has 15 lap uh, older tires, and that, that makes a difference. Matter of fact, Malukas is rolling by people right now. He's on those softer alternate tires. Just went by Scott Dixon like he was tied down. He has a good run going, but he needs to continue to gain some spots. The next car in front of him on the strategy, McLaughlin. We'll see the, our pole sitter actually see if he can pass it. So again, recapping, we've got Scott Dixon, who's, who's listed as the leader. He last pitted on uh, lap 65. Five, yeah. Kyle Kirkwood last pitted on lap 61. Then we go to Newgarden, who pitted on lap 103, Award. Then Canapino's wedged in there, Davey. He pitted on lap 64. Yeah. Then Rossi, then Erickson, McLaughlin, Lucas, all those guys pitted between that 104 112. Range. Yeah, and right now I expect them to be pitting momentarily. I know they might be saving fuel to try to kind of stop out, but they need to go probably another 10 laps to do that, Mark. And, and you're under the impression that, that trying to cut an entire stop out of this is a, is a big, big yeah, roll you, of the Yeah, you know, you can do it on four stops. I just don't think the tires are going to hang in. We'll find out. I think Dixon Kirkwood, if they don't pit here momentarily, they may be going to try that, but. I just think that their tire, uh, the dig on their tires just won't last. Uh, and, well, Scott Dixon and Will Power uh, continue to work their way to turn number three. It's, um, I, I'd say there's about a 10 or 12 car length disparity between those guys. And it's, it's just, it, it's a little confusing, Davey, when yeah. you look at it and you see where we are in terms of the pit strategy yeah. to figure out exactly where this tumbles out. But make no mistake about it, the guy running in third is in the best shape right now. Yeah, that's yeah, one thing that we have in front of us, Mark, is our monitor that will help us good. But I had one, I was looking at the computer one time and it showed Newgarden leading, but he was actually in pit lane. So I had to kind of go back and look at everything and see where he were as Newgarden now just got by Pato Award, puts him in second position legitimately. The only car that hasn't pitted is Scott Dixon, 65 laps in. Obviously, they're going to do maybe some strategy, see if they could go um, with 139 laps to go. 
Uh, boy, they need to they need to stretch about another, like, say, eight to ten laps. And, and as we mentioned before, you're one of those guys that started the very last lap in terms of figuring that fuel strategy and, and work your forward. way back. That's right. I always like to go to the back and work forward. And, and doing that, like I say, he's going to have to he's going to have to get to like 75. Ooh, and we got a yellow, which is that going to me let me think about what that does. Oh, that's Sato. He's been trying to crash all day long, unfortunately, and finally got it done, I think. Uh, Nick so. Yobin, did you see anything off of turn number two? I did not see the accident, Mark, but I do see Takuma Sato's disabled car. It is spun pointing the wrong direction. It's the inside uh, of the exit of the corner. The AMR safety crew pulling up, and they are there to assist Takuma Sato, who has brought out the second yellow. Uh, it is the uh, second caution of the day. The first one was early on on lap number one. It was for nine laps. Davey, the replay. Here we go. Same thing. He just got up in those marbles. He's done that three or four times today. This time he succeeded with contact to the wall. And he's been flirting with it. I don't know how he's missed it about this five or six times, but this time he got a pretty good. It's interesting to note, though, Davey, because in that first stint, boy, he was running pretty well. I mean, he was in the top 10 or 12, but he made a pit stop early. And then since that time, that car has been a handful. Just been a handful. It sure has. Just hasn't been to his liking, obviously. But the second you get out of the groove, now let's hope this on this yellow flag. I would like to see, and I don't see yet, but I'd love to see sweepers go out on the racetrack and try to get that second and third groove cleaned off so these drivers can go uh, go up and do some battling up in those lines. So let, let's let the folks know. Let's fill them in. What, what, what does this do, if anything, for Scott Dixon with his caution now when he last pitted on lap 65? Yeah, well, what it could do is he's saving some fuel right now. He's going to have to pit under green, which is not going to hurt him. But if he pits right now under yellow, you know, he's going to go behind everybody that's out there now. He is on a lap. Uh, he's on the same lap, 123. Actually, you know what? It put him back down to the, like ninth place right now, which obviously not a bad place to go and have some more fuel. Pit him now and, and come out in ninth. Caution on the course, 123 laps complete. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Well, uh, caution on the course, and Skit, uh, Scott Dixon, the PNC Bank Machine, is coming to the attention of the Wolfpack. He last pitted on lap 65, Jake Query. And Scott Dixon will surrender the lead in doing it. The key thing here is he is going off of those softer compound red tires and now on to the black tires for Scott Dixon. So we'll see. They do, in fact, make a wing adjustment. Two, tur- uh, two full turns on the front wing. Scott Dixon down and away on black rubber. And Nick Yeoman, you saw Joseph Newgarden come to pit road from your perch. We got a lot of heavy hitters, Mark, that have taken to pit lane, including Joseph Newgarden and Pottawa Ward, who dominated this race early. So a lot of teams jumping onto that same Scott Dixon uh, strategy. And we got issues. Marcus Erickson, Jake, he's got issues on pit lane. Yeah, Marcus Erickson came in too high. Missed his pit box and slid, as a matter of fact, into Will Power. So his team is going to have to come and pull him back. Almost looked for a split second like it was Alex Pillow. That's because of the incident yesterday with Marcus Erickson. He has, of course, as we called it, one of those Frankenstein cars, or Fra- Frankenstein cars, I should say. And it right now has the paint scheme of all three of those Ganassi cars. It was the left rear tire that had come off. He pulled away before it was completely affixed. They managed to pull him back get it straightened out, and he is now down and away. That's a rare mistake by that Ganassi crew, Ooh, rare mistake. We watched a replay of it, and that lefter just came right off. Sure did. Went into Will Power's pit. Fortunately, no car was there. Um, and and he just lost a lap doing that. Yeah, that's uh, that's the, 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 the issue you run into for sure. And uh, sliding into Will Power's pit box. We should make mention of the fact, because we have a, a larger entry, a number of entries this year, those pit box just a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter. You mentioned that to me, five feet shorter with this large 
larger entry right now, and, and, and that definitely makes a difference. You want all you can. Now, you, you're allowed to go through a couple pit spaces before yours, but if somebody's already in it, I've seen both McLaren cars pit at the same time. The one pulled in, the other one had to go around. It makes it pretty tight. Uh, well, it looks tight, but quite frankly, it's it's really kind of forgiving when you look at, you know, the acceleration lane, when you get to the outside yeah. and whatnot. And certainly on the other side of the pit wall, the team side, David, there's plenty of room for teams to do their work. Yeah, that, there is. It, I mean, it's still uh, apical, and, and I mean, we've seen smaller, that's for darn sure. And the good news, Mark, the sweepers are out. They're cleaning the racetrack up in the outside of the, each corner. That's what I feel we needed. And I'm telling you, strategy may work out for Dix again. I'm, lo- I'm doing the math right here. He he just made it to where he could, he's going to do this on one more stop. Yeah. And most everybody that pitted is going to have one more stop. Those who didn't pit, it's going to take two more stops anyway. So I think it was wise to come in and pit right then. I think if the whole field would have done that, you know, it makes it down to a one-stop race for everybody in, in the field. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Jake Query. Tim Sendrick, Joseph Newgarden just came in. Take me through the strategy. I saw you guys crunching some numbers. They've been good so far today, but take me through the mindset to go ahead and take advantage there. Yeah, you know, it was a tough one because I think we could have stayed out and gone to the end of the stint, but it seemed like we were going to be the only ones that would stay out there on 20-lap old tires and then be a bit exposed, you know, for 20 laps after we stopped there. So it didn't really help with the fuel situation or the fuel windows, um, but it was certainly something that I think you had to do just to be sure you were kind of stuck. Have you had to adjust the car much, or has the car kind of adapted to the track here today? Uh, we've done half turn front wing since the race started, and we got we got the red tires out of the way, so see what happens here. Appreciate the time. It's Tim Sendrick. Well, well, it's not always your race. Sometimes you have to be mindful of what everyone else is yeah, doing. Yeah, no, that's right. And, Tim, you know, another great strategist, obviously, for Newgarden. It, you know, he's still in second position right now. He's had better speed than Dixon. I wouldn't be surprised if he's able to get around him pretty rapidly. But, uh, you know, Ward, Rossi. But right now I'm looking at Hurt down that tenth spot. Um, I think the ones that didn't pit, it could hurt them later on, depending on how the yellows continue to fall. Uh, so, uh, Will Power last pitted on lap 101, below on lap 103. Do you put those guys, Herta, Rosenquist, at 113, you put them in that same yeah, category? Yeah, you know, if they pitted right now under that yellow, they could get by with one more stop. I think they may have to save a little fuel. They could have done on one more after this. They still have two. They're going to have to do two stops, and if they're both green, you're going to lose a lot of track position. Michael Young. Interesting to note as well. We haven't had to talk about this much, as especially since yesterday was pretty much rain and overcast all day. This is the first time the sun has come out, and it has gotten extremely warm here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. And will that affect these drivers at the second half of the race, especially with the marbles that we have talked about? It's certainly going to be something to keep an eye on as Mother Nature giving us yet another different hand. Uh, this is one of those places is it, that is ultra temperature sensitive. Yeah, no, it is. And I, most ovals are that, that way. They really are. And that sun coming out, as Michael just mentioned, when that sun comes out on this hot uh, blacktop, boy, the heat really, really rises. And, and uh, well, I see a lot of guys pitting now. Again, I think these, some of these teams are going, you know what, we're going to do this this uh, same strategy so we have to pit one more time under potential green. But the heat makes a difference on grip level. It makes a difference on these crew guys and those drivers. you got to remember these canopies that we have on these cars, great for safety, but they do generate a lot of heat for the drivers. Uh, pretty good battle, as we mentioned, Davey, for one of those final spots at that leader circle program. And uh, the two of the teams yeah. battling it out, 23rd position, uh, the 60 of Myers Shank and the 30 of Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan racing. And you look at where they want run right now. 
Daly is uh, in the 17th position, and Lundquist is in the 18th, 18th position. Yeah, wow, they're fighting it right down. I mean, how close can he get? And and that that's a battle that needs to continue on, and they fell down right now because everybody's kind of coming in. Things are going to mix up right now because most look at everybody else is bidding. They're going to smart, wise move to come in like the leaders did, be able to pit now under yellow and then come out with one and Colton's the one that was the, kind of the loser on that, I'll be honest with you. He should have came in with the leaders to do that, uh, the last pit stop. Now he's going to be mixed up in traffic. He's going to be in between Power and Pelot. And look like some issues with the right rear for Elio Castro Neves. And we're looking down on pit road, and we see the crew going back to the attention of that right rear. So now, Davey, for the second time, we've had an issue yeah. related to a, a wheel coming loose on a tire. Yeah, a tire we, coming loose yeah, on a car. we don't see that very often, especially from those teams. So don't know what's happening. Both left rears just looks like the wheel not didn't get on. Rather, the, the tire changer just didn't get the gun. you got to put it in forward to get it off and reverse to put it back on. And maybe they just didn't get the switch uh, switch hit. Those guys get it right the majority of the time. Oh, but yeah, unfortunately, they do, one of those rare occasions when they do, everybody notices. You know, it's high pressure. And sometimes what happens, you know, that you could take that gun and you could, when you get the wheel off, I used to push, push when I was doing some tire changing, I used to push it right then and there. And so I knew it was going the right way. But then you throw your gun down, it could hit it back. And, and, and get it back to where it's back in that forward position. So, boy, we watched the pit lane right now, and, man, Colton Herta, he went on the outside, and I think that is, uh, is that Rosenquist? I think it was. Yeah, Rosenquist, and, man, Herta just about, you know, about blew him off the pit warm-up lane. The one media pit stop competition I did many years ago at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I was a lot younger then. I think I changed the right rear in 15 seconds, and that would get me fired. Yeah, it would get you fired. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's pretty good, though, for not doing it before. Yeah. 15 seconds pretty darn good, but you're not going to make it when they're doing this six- and seven-second pit stop. Uh, so, uh, Scott Dixon is your leader. Joseph Newgarden is in the second position. Pato Award is third. Alexander Rossi is fourth. Scott McLaughlin is fifth. Malukas, Canapino, VK, Ryan Hunter-Ray, Santino Ferrucci through 10th, then Erickson, Power, Herta, Palo, and Kirkwood through 15th. Grosjean is currently 16th, Rosenquist 17th, 18th Lundgaard, 19th Daly, 20th Lundquist, 21st DeFrancesco, 22nd Ray Hall. A lap down in 23rd, Elio Castro-Nemis, 24th Stingray Rob, four laps down in 25th is Ed Carpenter. Takuma Sato is 26, 27 Calamilot listed as officially out of the race. Same for Benjamin Peterson, who is uh, going to finish 28 today. Two cautions for 21 laps. We've had five leaders and six lead changes. Joseph Newgarten has led 98 laps all the day. Dixon has now led 21. Colton Herta has led 10. And Will Power, 4. Pottle Award has led a lap today. Nick Yeoman, the field uh, with Scott Dixon uh, leading the way is at the midway point of the back straightaway. Yep, first three cars in line are all in the lead lap. That's Dixon, New Garden, and Award. Then you've got the lap car of Elio Castroneves, and Alexander Rossi is going to restart. Fourth and fifth is Scott McLaughlin right in front of David Malukas. And uh, we will see how clean this restart is as the fans uh, come to their feet and they are waiting for the green flag to fly. The field off of turn number four, and they are at full song by the time they reach the start finish line and we have a side-by-side -side battle for second place award to Newgarden into turn one. Dixon brought him down really really close slowly out of turn number four and that set up a chance for Pato Award. He's right on the rear wing of Joseph Newgarden down the back straightaway. Mark Hill popped to the outside. They're wheel to wheel in a three. And they have been going at it the last stint or so. Got to the high side. Didn't like the way the car was performing at the entrance to the turn. Had to lift a little bit. Nick will see if he can gather it back in. Meanwhile Scott Dixon the leader sets sail for turn number one. 
why. Newgarden is defending. He took it all the way down to the pit wall to try to scrub off the run from Pato Award through turns one and two. Award about four car lengths behind. This is all happening about nine car lengths behind Scott Dixon, Mark, who got an excellent restart. Uh, there's no question that move that Joseph Newgarden made off of turn number four did not benefit Pato Award at all, Nick Yeoman. He was able to uh, bump it out to about six car lengths now as they worked their way back to the start finish line. Battle for the fifth position. David Malukas just went to the outside and went the long way around Scott McLaughlin, and he made it work, picking him off and getting that spot out of turn number four. David Malukas with a hard charge off of turn number two. Meanwhile, Scott Dixon with a comfortable advantage as Pottle Ward tries to gather it back in into turn number three. So Joseph Newgarden's going to start to run down Scott Dixon as he has fended off the challenge from Pottle Award back out of turn number four. Dixon by about six car lengths, another six from Newgarden back to Award. Again, that car that's third in line is the car of Elio Castro Neves. He is listed as a lap down with love to get his lap back. Don't know if he's got the pace to do it now as the battle for the second position heats up again into turn number three. Pato Award got a good charge down the back straightaway, closed to within two car lengths, then immediately jumped out of the throttle mark as they streak out of four. Well, and there's no question that if he goes to the high side of the entrance to turn number three and into turn number one, Nick, for whatever the reason, Pato Award's car, especially going into turn number three, not comfortable going into the high side. He has been the thorn in the side of Joseph Newgarden for a lot of these ovals down the back straightaway, still separated by two car lengths. Michael Young. Takuma Sato, obviously a rough finish to the season. What happened out there? Uh, simply caught the marbles and the sides off to the wall. Um, obviously, uh, it's not the way we want it, you know, at the end, uh, particularly that um, I struggled all day long and uh, I caught the marbles a couple of times. It was just a single file. Um, as soon as you put on the uh, the marbles, it just uh, just uh, it's killing the, um, the grip, <laughs> basically. So uh, I had a little moment in turn one, and that's uh, launching into the uh, the high lane on turn two, and by that time, um, it was just too late. Thank you for uh, a great season, and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news for you in 2024. Yeah, I'd like to say a big thank you to Chip and the entire Chip Ganassi Racing, and I feel really sorry for the 11 boys who uh, work really hard uh, but uh, the big thank you for the entire team. Well done. Thank you. That's Takuma Sato. Uh, we think the front three might get a bit more interesting soon, but for right now, Scott Dixon's able to hold serve. He's got a three-tenths of a second advantage uh, over Joseph Newgarden. Pottle Award continues to give chase in the tournament, too. That's how they'll stay into the first corner. They're right in front of the lap car of Elio Castroneves, who has shown a pretty solid pace as he's able to hold off Alexander Rossi, who runs in position number four. Then David Malukas rounding out the top five. Yeah, Malukas has been solidly in the top five all day, Davey. He's had a fast race car. He really has done a great job. And, 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 and I mean, you know, I think he had an opportunity to win this race, and it's not over yet. I did a little bit of math. I know there's one more stop. The stop window's going to be pretty small. It's going to open at 195, Mark. And so when when uh, when that lap comes around, we start seeing people coming into pit for the final time. Uh, how about a tip of the captain, Rita's VK? He is rock solid in the seventh position for Ed Carpenter Racing. Man, I'll tell you what, that absolutely is a great run. Downside is the last time he pitted was on lap 110. He still has two stops to make, Mark. He's not going to make it on uh, him and Frucci. They're not going to make it on one more stop. they got to each do two. Be interesting to see how that all unfolds for them. Meanwhile, Scott Dixon starts to inch away a little bit. Pato Award can't seem to do much with Joseph Newgarden for now. And again, 
he's trying to get himself unlapped, Elio Castroneves. He's got a fast race car, Nick, just not fast enough to unlap himself. Yeah, he is uh, hanging right there. It just goes to show how much that bobble on pit lane cost him because uh, it was only three of the leaders who put him a lap down. He would have got off of pit lane with that tire attached, would have stayed on the lead lap. So Elio digging hard off a of turn number two, but he simply doesn't have the speed right now, Mark, for Dixon Newgarden Award. That fourth car in line is actually running in the 21st position. Let's go a little further back behind them, Nick. We're watching the battle for the fifth position as Scott McLaughlin, who again, your fastest qualifier, had to start a little deeper in the field because of that ninth position grid penalty. He and Malukas trying to get interesting. That would be the battle for fifth in the turn number one. Yeah, and these two have uh, bantered back and forth this past week on Twitter, all fun and games, but uh, Malukas getting the better of McLaughlin a year ago here uh, at Worldwide Technology Raceway. So Scott's going to have to gather it back up. David did a great job, Mark, on the restart of gathering up, going to the outside, and sweeping around Scott McLaughlin. Got about a two-car length advantage out of turn four. Dale Coy team as a whole had a good year last year. David, they have both cars in the top five with yeah. Malukas and Sato. Yeah, they sure did. And, I mean, Malukas is holding that candle up. Still has that opportunity to be in top five. Put pressure on Rossi right now. It's just right now it's a matter of who's who's tires last the longest and who's going to have that last pit stop the cleanest to see where we're going to end up and uh, what do you think that high groove looks like i, I well, think the high groove is coming in but you yep. don't want to get too high as you heard takuma sato say. yeah it's a little scary now the good news is they did sweep that uh, part of the track i seen several cars go up there made some moves but they're all single file battles at the bottom what that's going to do is just marble up again so uh, not good news. I don't see anybody up there running right now, but it's going to kind of get single groove again. As calm as things are, do you expect it to stay this way after we get to that last stint, or you think there might be some guys in fuel save mode and all of that, try to make the fuel strategy well, work and things could get more interesting in that last stint? The question that I have on the fuel strategy is VK and Ferrucci. If they, they have to be saving a lot of fuel to make it on one more, I mean a lot of fuel, don't think they could swing that, but uh, those are the two we're looking at. For everybody else, like I said, they're uh, you know, even Dixon and Newgarden, I mean, I'll, tell, I'll tell you who it is, McLaughlin, Malukas, Rossi, Pato Ward, Newgarden, and Dixon. I feel they have to save a little fuel at the end of this, but their tires could be the de determining factor. Uh, Alex Below has been hanging around the top 10. As we mentioned, he came in with the lead of 101 points. It's now down to 69 points, but but quite frankly, I mean, uh, it, it, it just if, if he keeps it around 9th, 10th, or 11th, you know, he's still got to feel pretty good yeah. with two races to go. Yeah, and what it's doing right now is Scott Dixon leading uh, Newgard, puts him back in that second position uh, with 69-point deficit, and, and then Newgard with an 81-point deficit. Actually catching below, but not by a lot. Uh, speaking of catching, I think Joseph Newgard is trying to catch Scott Dixon. Nick Yeoman a couple of laps ago it was six tenths. It's down to four tenths of a second down into turn number three. Yeah, these are the two that you mentioned. Uh, maybe the only ones with anything left for Alex Blow in the championship. They need a Hail Mary. And right now they're getting it. Running one, two out of turn number four. Scott Dixon's advantage about seven car lengths over Joseph Newgard. And uh, most importantly, Davey, there's an extra point up for grabs if you lead the most laps. Yeah, that's right. An extra point up for grabs right now. And obviously, right now, Newgard with 98, Dixon with 39 has a ways to go to accomplish that, but he's looking at everything he can. Dixon, as we talked about, they're battling for second and third in the championship, uh, him and Newgarden. So not only on racetrack, they're battling, they're doing it on track as And well. while we were deciphering all of this, it looks like Scott McLaughlin hit the button, Nick Yeoman. He was able to pick up a position on David Malukas. Got around him and has now checked out, Mark. In fact, it is a monster, monster gap down the front straightaway. Let's take a peek back out of turn number four. We got a pair of cars side by side. That is championship leader Alex Below to the inside of Colton Herta. Mark, that's a battle for 10. 
And Felix Rosenquist is there in that battle as well, Nick. So it's a pretty good three-card battle now into turn number two. Malo's got it pinned to the inside. Colton Herta hanging it on the outside. Awful brave. They're still wheel-to-wheel heading to turn three. Will Power is watching that as well as they stay side-by-side into turn number three. Malo lifts. Herta lifts. They stay side-by-side. Malo inches away now as they exit turn number four and head back toward the start finish line. Boy, the Spaniard just stayed in the throttle a little bit longer and slid up right in front of Colton Herta to grab that spot. Now Herta's got to worry about Felix Rosenquist. Rosenquist right up underneath the rear wing into turn one. He drove it in awfully deep and he lifted just a little bit and doing so allowed Will Power to catch up to him. So Herta's able to pull away from Rosenquist down at the end of turn three. It's like that accordion. You push it together, you pull it back apart. That's how so many of these battles uh, matriculate around this racetrack out of turn number four. Herta by about three car lengths over Felix Rosenquist. Again, this is the battle mark just outside of the top ten. Well past the halfway point now. 155 laps complete of the 260 to be contested. Dixon, Newgarden, Award, Rossi, and McLaughlin the top five. Malukas, VK, Ferrucci, Erickson, Pillow, the top ten. We pause ten seconds for safety identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the NTT IndyCar Series nationwide on one of these stations, WJCW, Johnson City, Tennessee, WIOO in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, WAMW in Washington, Indiana. 161 laps complete. Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden, Potable Ward, Alexander Rossi, and Scott McLaughlin, the top five. Malukas, VK, Ferrucci, Erickson, and Alex Pillow, the top ten at a race late last night. Indy Next presented by Firestone, and it was a good old good one here at Worldwide Technology Raceway, Nick Gilman. Yeah, Mark, while the weather today here outside of St. Louis is absolutely picture perfect, that was not the case yesterday as qualifying uh, washed out uh, for the Indy Next by a Firestone. Their race actually got pushed from uh, midday to late under the lights, so that put uh, points leader Christian Rasmussen on the pole. He dominated the first third of the event, then he caught lap traffic, and that car looked about as evil as one I've ever seen, Mark. He lost the lead to Hunter McElray, lost second to Daniel Frost, and uh, started to see that points lead to McElray start to dwindle, but Rasmussen did a great job, gathered it back up, and uh, really drove with that red miss, got back to the race lead, and did a tremendous job winning here in St. Louis. It was his fourth win of the season, and in victory lane, he talked to uh, Michael Young as he extended that points lead to 50. What a fantastic race. When you fell back, we thought, my goodness, this could be over. For, and you just drove your way back to the front. Just walk us through today. Yeah, it was a wild day. You know, we started, obviously, with a huge delay. Uh, finally got practice in only half an hour. So it was really about figuring out super quick. Um, but I think uh, me, myself, HMD Motorsport, my engineer, Yancy, everyone was just super sharp on uh, getting those right changes in and, and uh, you know, reflecting on the practice on where the track was going to go. And we just hit it today, you know. Um, had a great race car. Obviously fell back in traffic there a little bit, passing the Andretti car. Um, but then uh, got it right back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, just super, super happy. Extending the championship lead and uh, going into the rest of the season with a lot of confidence. Well done, and we will see you in Portland. Thank you. Christian Rasmussen, your points leader, 50 points ahead of our second place runner right now. What a great run today for Christian Rasmussen here at Worldwide Technology Raceway.
Joseph Newgarden's on pit road, Jake Query. Yep, Joseph Newgarden put that number PPG machine in the air. They made no changes whatsoever. Topped it off with fuel. Four new tires for Joseph Newgarden down and away. Michael Young. Well, uh, Felix Rosenquist in, and it's going to be close for his final stop of the day. Actually, I, I, he's going to need probably one more, but a good stop as he went on to Blacks. As we see Alex below, he starts to get make his way down pit lane. Mark, we should have that any moment now. Updates in pit road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series, and Michael Young on cue. Scott McLaughlin among those coming to you. Scott McLaughlin makes his way to the attention of Matt Johnson and the rest of that Penske crew. Here comes one of the quickest guys on the track, at least in qualifying, as he had the pull before the penalty. A great stop thus far as that crew goes to work. They'll make an adjustment. A full turn and a half. Actually, two turns now to that front wing as he nearly clips Alex Pelot as Pelot comes in for his stop. Alex Pelot's crew goes to work. Let's see how this one goes. And it is flawless. Alex Pelot down out of the way as well. And Nick Yeoman, you say a pass for position. Uh, that's right, Mark. We It's unclear of what this will mean long-term, but the undercut for Pato Award coming in a lap before Joseph Newgarden worked to perfection as he exited pit lane well ahead of Joseph Newgarden out of turn four, caught about 15 car lengths. So for the first time today, Pato Award has found himself ahead of Joseph Newgarden. David Lucas's crew has done a good job for him today. They Danny. sure are, and here's what's happening. I guess it, they could have made it on fuel, but these tires, the dag on these tires, it's faster to have fast tires, and they're falling off or falling off pace, obviously. So these leaders, and now Scott Dixon hasn't fallen into that yet. We'll see how he all cycles out. But pretty interesting. They said, hey, we're not worrying about fuel. Let's go full rich. Let's get after it. And let's get, put two set tires on. You remember the unlikely win that Marcus Erickson had at Nashville. Of course, yeah. he, had a wheel, he had a wheel fall off earlier. Look yeah, where he is now. look at that. You know, he had a wheel come off here. I don't know how that happened. They pulled him back in his pit. And then he, right now, where Erickson, he was, he was good. He's like a... P2. P2. I, I didn't look up high enough. How about that? Pretty impressive. Uh, so you've got Dixon, Erickson, Herta, Power, Grosjean, the top five, Kirkwood, Lundgaard, DeFrancesco, and Ray Hall. They are on the lead lap, and they run first through ninth, and then you get to Elio Castro-Nevis in the 10th position. It's a lap down. down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's very interesting. Those leaders decided to come in to be putting themselves a lap down. On, on doing two more stops, I feel like if you won 31, you go that 60 lap, 65 that Scott Dixon just did, you're in good shape to make it to the end. So I think that I still think that Dixon, Erickson, Herta, Power, Grosjean, Kirkwood, Lungard, G. Francesco, and Castro Nevis all expect to do it on one more. You And you think that's the right play at this well, point? Well, as long as they keep pace. Obviously, the other guys think tire management's better and to get speed out of those tires. But as hard as it is to pass here, even with new tires, you have a hard time getting around uh, these slower cars. Michael Young. Yeah, for Graham Rahal, they decided now is the time to go to tires, but now is the time for issues on that left rear. They finally got it on, and Graham puts those Firestones in a big cloud of smoke as he wakes his way back onto the speedway. Now, Scott McLaughlin with those fresher tires, uh, Nick Yeoman, he made pretty quick work of Marcus Erickson into turn number one. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we uh, see you put those fresh tires on, and all of a sudden those cars become rocket ships. Uh, out of turn number four, we see the race leader, Scott Dixon, ahead of Elio Castroneves, 
and Ryan Hunter Ray. They're both a lap down, but Mark, we're about to see Pato Award take those new fresh tires and put those to work trying to get around lap traffic. Yeah, and he is working through lap track. He worked around the MyJack machine of Connor Daly. Meanwhile, Joseph Newgard trying to keep pace, Nick. He's got that car of, I believe, Connor Daly to work around. Yeah, he certainly does. Newgard gets into turn number three, chasing after Connor Daly. Whole train of cars all behind the race leader, Scott Dixon, on the front front. Yeah, Dixon uh, is Linus Lundquist behind him, and then I believe it's Ryan Hunter Ray, and it's Hunter Ray that Pato Award is trying to work his way around into turn number two. Yep, this is what it's all about. You've got to get everything out of those tires. Let's hear from one of those strategists, Michael Young, on pit lane. Will Anderson called the shots for Pato Award. Is it more important now for these tires than fuel? Obviously, you guys looked like you were in the catbird seat, but came back in. Yeah, we couldn't do it on one more stop, so we just split the stints evenly to the end there, so we'll have one more stop with Newgarden. What has Will said, or excuse me, what has Pato said about the car thus far? Is he like it? It didn't look like you've done much changes. Yeah, we haven't done much changes. He's been pretty happy all day. Uh, the sun coming out has changed the track conditions a little bit. Uh, but really been pretty happy all day. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Will Anderson. He calls the shots. So when these race strategists say that the sun comes out and changes the racetrack, Davey, how does it do that? Well, it's definitely doing it. Like, say, that heat on this racetrack, that direct sunlight, just the oils come out of it. It just makes it slicker. The hotter track temp, the slower the cars go. And that's what's happening right now. Harder on the tires, they slide around more. And we see Marcus Erickson yep. has decided. One of those that pitted around yep. lap 126 to 130, he's had enough. Yeah, he's had enough as well. They're, they just they have to save too much fuel to do that one stop. But Scott Dixon was able to do it the time for. He made it that six. 65 laps. You know, obviously, looks to me like he's going to try to make it again, right? And, and looking strong with a 10 second lead over second place Herta. Well, I mean, he had everybody scratching their head as he did the Motor Speedway a couple weeks ago. I think they may have him scratching it again. I think that he is going to try to do it on that one more stop. And I mean, nobody knows but Michael, but I think they're going to try to stretch that fuel out. And it's so hard to pass, as I said, even with new tires. Um, and you got to make it, hey, when you make a pit stop, you lose a lap. So if he can just do it on one more stop, he's going to have a huge advantage. Devlin Francesco comes to pit road. A couple of boxes in front of him. The Gainbridge machine of Colton Herta has made his way onto pit road, Michael Young. And Colton Herta with a great stop down and away, of course, going on those primary the tires. The crew very happy with that. We will see how he fares as he rejoins the battle. They've had their share of issues on pit road, but none of those today for Colton yeah, Herta's team. You know, he's had a pretty solid days. We see Malukas go to the outside of right now of McLaughlin trying to hold on out there. He's in that second group making it work, but didn't get around him. Yeah, that's a pretty good battle between those two. They've been hooked up for the last couple of the laps, and uh, it looks like McLaughlin is going to pull off that pass, and he's going to make it stick. And uh, he's uh, trying to track down Alexander Rossi now in turn number two. Yeah, that right now is the uh, battle for the 10th position. Uh, that is what David Malukas has. He was trying to get ninth away from Scott McLaughlin. McLaughlin's going to have to gather it back up and run down Alexander Rossi as they hit the apex of three and four. Michael Young. Back to Will Anderson's conversation, talking about that track temperature. When we went green today, guys, track temperature was 88 degrees. It's up to 95 and climbing as the sun beats down here on this speedway. Uh, so right now, Davey, we're looking at Scott Dixon, who's your leader. Last pitted on lap 126. Will Power on lap 131. Same for Roman Grosjean. Same for Kyle Kirkwood. Now, Elio Castroneves last pitted on lap 131, but he is a lap down. He is a lap down. So, you know, if he pits again, that's another lap down. Just a more salt to the wound so he's I mean if I'm him I'm trying to seems like right now Hondas are getting a little better mileage than the Chevrolets you look we remember we had three of the top five were Chevrolets the points were almost identical with the manufacturer championship well right now it's a Honda leading Honda third fourth and fifth yeah uh, Jake Query 
numerically now it's pretty obvious but just got confirmation from Mike Holt. They are thinking one final stop for Scott Dixon. So once again the magic of the math might work in their favor. The team right now not yet set up. So Scott Dixon as Scott Dixon does doing everything he can to lengthen this stint and then they are anticipating his next stop will be his last. And, and really Davey uh, they're kind of in the catbird seat in terms of making that work because the way everything cycled through now he leads Will Power by seven seconds. I know it's unbelievable. I mean by seven seconds right now and um, <laughs> I, I think Will Power, uh, Kirkwood, Grosjean and Cashman Evans, I would try to do that. Matter of fact, they have five laps more fuel than Scott Dixon does, Mark. And uh, Scott Dixon, if uh, you know, you, you've heard uh, in-car communication before. You talk about hitting your marks and being smooth. Uh, that is exactly what Scott Dixon has been doing. Uh, so let's go back and let's assume that maybe this strategy is not going to work out for these guys. And we'll check back in on what may eventually come back to the lead, Nick Yeoman. It's Pato Award and Joseph Newgarden. I don't think much has been decided between those two as they set up for turn number two. Yeah, and officially, uh, Mark, that is now the battle for the sixth position. Pato Award has it. Joseph Newgarden wants it. They're both a lap down. Both also try to run down Elio Castroneves, who's a lap down in fifth. So we pick up Pato Award out of turn number four. It's the advantage over Joseph Newgarden, about three car lengths as they work their way across the start finish line. And if everything works out, it could be a good afternoon for Alexander Rossi Davy. He's kind of been mired in eighth or ninth position kind of been running behind his teammates Rosenquist and Award but suddenly he may put himself in position for a podium finish. Yeah absolutely puts himself in a really actually really good position right now he is down that one lap but so is the fifth place Cash Renevis. Um, Rosenquist what surprised me again he's up front most of the day qualified up there looked good I don't know how he got behind but he's in that 12th spot but Rossi just quietly sinking his way up to eighth. Uh, so let's give you the full field rundown now as we're coming up on 190 laps complete. Scott Dixon is your leader by 6.4 seconds over Will Power. Uh, Kirkwood is in the third position. Grosjean is fourth. The lap down in fifth is Elio Castroneves. Pato Award a lap down. The rest of these drivers are too. Currently sixth. Newgarden seventh. Eighth Rossi. Ninth McLaughlin. Tenth Malukas. Eleventh Pillow. Twelfth Erickson. Now we go to VK, who's dropped to uh, 13th position. We'll go down. He slipped down to 14th, we should say. Colton Herta is 15th. Catapino 16th, 17th for Rucci. Now we go to 18th, where we're two laps down. Stingray Rob, Ryan Hunter Ray 19th, 20th Daly, 21st Lundgaard, 22nd Lundquist, 23rd Francesco, 24th Ray Hall, and 25th, six laps down, is Ed Carpenter. Out of the race, 26th Sato, 27th Ilot, 28th Peterson to Jay Query. Now Kirkwood is right now running in third. We haven't talked a lot about him today, but his team is set up. So we anticipate, Mark, that that window is now opening. As a matter of fact, Will Powers' team setting up as well. So we're about to see three of them in a row. Kyle Kirkwood and then Scott Dixon is between. He and Will Power anticipate all of them about to come in. Michael Young. Leo Castroneves couldn't wait any longer. He's in, but he's going to need probably one more stop. There you see him down and away as he makes his way back out onto the track. Jake Query. And Kyle Kirkwood in that AutoNation machine sits and waits. Now they get a pull of all the fuel they need. Went to black tires, of course. Kyle Kirkwood is down and away. Will Power, Mark, momentarily will be the next. As a matter of fact, just as I say that, Will Power comes in. The Verizon machine goes up. Again, 
it is going to be black tires for Will Power. Everybody's gone through the cycle on the softer compound. Quick stop for Will Power down and away. Yeah, good stop for the Verizon team of Will Power. Those guys trying to get the Firestone Pit Performance Award. They've been in a pretty good battle with Scott Dixon's crew, Davey, throughout the uh, course of the season for top honors there. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's a that's an honor as well, by the way. That's a lot of work those pit guys put into. And right now, watching our leader, Scott Dixon, I said you need to make it to 195, and he's a, it's at 191 to do his final stop. So uh, well, and, and Nick Yeoman, it's not like he's under any pressure because the car listed right now in the second position is 24 seconds back. Roman Grosjean, and then we get to Pato Award, who's a lap down. Yeah, and that third-place running car of Pato Award is a lap down, and he's on the same straightaway as Scott Dixon, both of them making their way through turn number three. It's got to be so frustrating for Award and Newgarden. They short pit, and they simply haven't been able to carve their way through the field. Everybody watching Scott Dixon, Mark, as he heads back to turn one here on lap 192. Uh, not only has he won a lot of races in his career, Davey, he's won them in about every way imaginable. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be another way rider. you got to look at Grosjean, like you said, He's 24 seconds ahead of Grosjean. He also has to pit. He's trying to do the same strategy. Dixon is. That pit window is basically open in two more laps for them. And then everybody else is a lap down. Now, are they going to get their lap back? Absolutely will. But they're they're a long ways back. And then you know, Scott's looking really good on that one more stop. Back to pit road, Michael Young. And it's been interesting to watch Josh Freund and Michael Andretti, who will call the shots for Roman Grosjean. They watch every time Roman goes by, and then they keep an eye on where Joseph Newgarden and Pottawa Ward are on the track. This, the crew starting to stir here on pit lane, and as Davey Hamilton said, they could be in very soon. Uh, it would probably be a good idea for Scott Dixon to get to pit road fairly soon. Matter of fact, we start to see his crew, Davey, across the way. They yeah. are stirring a little bit. Jake Query looks like some activity soon for the Wolfpack. Got to wonder if they're not listening to the radio network, because as soon as you said that, Mark, literally on cue, that team started to head out over the wall. So now the question becomes, can Scott Dixon, in fact, do this on the last 65 laps as it would be right now? Conventional wisdom would say yes, but we'll see how the stop goes. And then in addition to that, and more importantly, with that 24-second lead, he is surrendering over Colton Herta. Where will he blend in? Team awaits him now. The PNC Bank machine is ready, and they are awaiting for Scott Dixon in car number nine, who, of course, broke that streak of 19, or continued the streak, I should say, 19 years with a win. Car goes up. Dixon now awaits. Team puts on that rubber. They go ahead, they take off the tear, and they wait. No changes to the front of the car. Fuel in. Scott Dixon down and away. Mark, now we wait to see where he blends in. And we see the crew of Roman Grosjean is laid out a little further up pit road. So here comes Scott Dixon now as he starts to come off of pit road. Nick Yeoman will pick him up as he starts to exit back onto the course. He will do so off of turn number two as we see Grosjean coming onto pit road. Roman Grosjean gets set for what? It will be his final stop of the day. It'll be 64 laps. Crew goes to work. They'll have their final tear. It looks like it's extremely slow. They're just trying to pack it full of fuel. But there was problems with the left rear. The tire change are extremely upset. Roman Grosjean down and away for the final time. Uh, Nick Yeoman, we see Scott Dixon back out onto the course. Where did he set up in turn number one? Yeah, I mean, he uh, fit tumbled all the way towards the end of the lead lap mark. That cycles Pottawa Ward back to the race lead. But again, Dixon's got a ton of traffic in front of him, but right now, as you guys have documented, it's not about speed. It's about trying to soak every drop of gas out of that tank. Came out in the 11th position, Dave. 11th position, which is no hurt, because everybody in front of him has to pit again. It's all about Grosjean. Where's Grosjean going to file back in? We're soon to see. I don't see. Oh, right now. He fell, fell back in that 21st position, but I'll have to say this. 
pretty much everybody else has to pit one more time. And so it's, you know, I think it's leaving Dixon in, in, in that winner's circle. Right uh, now. We'll see if that pit strategy allows them to steal yet another win. Right now, it's Pottawa Ward, Joseph Newgarten, Alexander Rossi, McLaughlin, Malukas, the top five. Pelot, Rosequist, Erickson, VK, and Hurt of the top ten of the Barbarito Automotive Group 500. Right, pit stops underway for those that need one more stop, Michael Young. Uh, we just had Alex Blower, points leader in. He came in with 59 laps to go. Four new Firestone Firehawks. They packed it full of fuel. It was an extremely efficient stop for Alex Blow as we await Felix Rosenquist. Everybody's starting this undercut. They can all make it once they pit to the rest of the event and get to that lap 260 mark. The fact is, who will come in quicker and who will be able to make that undercut? Again, Felix Rosenquist will be in momentarily. Uh, Regis VK's been running in the top 12 most of the day. He decided to come to pit road so felix rosenquist uh, makes his that long crawl down pit road as we speak and he has been running in the top 10 looking for a solid finish today but a good day for that team all in all michael young as you see felix rosenquist it's been very impressive and we don't know the future of this young man and where he'll go they'll go with the tear offs packing it full of fuel great stop no changes that's the final stop of the day for felix rosenquist and maybe you say you might as well come in now and we see david bullock is doing just that yeah because I'm afraid if you don't, the cars with better tires could make up too much time on the undercut. So you might as well come in, cut some really good laps on, and then just hang out for that last, you know, the last 20 laps on the tires that you have. That's a very clean stop for David Malukas. And again, that Dale Coyne team has performed well for him in the pit box today. They have performed really, they all, you know, they, they do a good job. They're really good on strategy, too. And, and Dale, I'm, I'm so surprised on Dick that's able to pull this off. But it's just, it's one of those things that laid out perfectly again for that, uh, that whoop pack. And, and, you know, I'm telling you what, Michael is amazing. Marcus Erickson comes on to pit road to the attention of his crew. Michael Young, how about on your end? Scott McLaughlin, he'll come in for the final time. A very efficient stop for that crew. And for the pole center, a very a frustrating day to Jake Query. And Joseph Newgarden's car is up. They changed the tires. They topped off the fuel. No changes to the front. Joseph Newgarden, who's been racing essentially with Pata Award, is down and away. So the question now becomes, where do the likes of Joseph Newgarden cycle back in as we look for that PNC bank machine of Scott Dixon? Davey, I guess that's the big question. Where yeah. are you going to cycle back in? Yeah, well, right now he's in that fourth position and we got Herta, Rossi, and Pato Ward all getting ready to have to, to pit. Now Herta, uh, let me see, on 178, you know, he, he no, he's not going to be able to make it obviously. So they're they're going to, pits, it's going to be open and it's going to leave Dixon in the lead right now. And Joseph Newgarden has cycled back out onto the race course and he's already setting up for turn number three and um, again, there's three cars that need to stop yet, Davey. Pottable Ward, Rossi, do you think Colton Hurt is going to come one more yeah, time? Yeah, Hurt is going to come one time. He last pitted on lap 178, just too far. There's too many laps to go. Um, he could make it, but it doesn't seem like he's getting the mileage that Dixon was. So, Scott Dixon going to play that fuel mileage game one more time, just well, like he did sure, a couple of weeks sure ago. Sure seems like that's going to be the case. Now, he shouldn't have to save any. matter of fact, Colton Hurt, he's, he's in actually okay shape, 178. Um, he, you know, if you're 
if you're running on Dixon's fuel strategy, he, he would have to save too much fuel. So he's definitely running it rich. He's going to come in. It's going to leave Dixon in the lead. No you doubt. know, but all is not comfortable for him, uh, Nick Yeoman, because quite frankly, his, his Will oh, Power is the guy. We've got a car into the wall off of turn yeah, number two. Newgarden, actually, Joseph Newgarden in the wall, coming off of two cars, splitting around him all over. He continues on. Yellow does not come out as Newgarden's going to come down pit lane. And uh, what a turn of events, Nick Yeoman. You've got Joseph Newgarden now as he's entering pit road. Very, very slow as, uh, again, he pitted about five or six laps ago, and it looked like he got high up in turn number two and slapped the wall. This has championship implications as well, but Newgarden, a trip against the turn two wall. He's going to slowly limp it down to his pit box. It is pit box number one, Jake Query. Boy, a tough break for Newgarden. We can see, looks like some of the uh, Firestone rubber has been uh, rubbed off on the right side of that automobile. Jake Query. Joseph Newgarden will bring that car in. We'll give you a full report on how things look. I had slid down to take a look at Scott Dixon, of course. And just as I say that, Scott McLaughlin also up in the marble. So things are getting slick. We'll take a look at Joseph Newgarden here in just a second, Mark. All right, so, uh, Davey Hamilton, guys pushed it to the ragged edge here late this race. And yeah, finding uh, treacherous going in the up, in the uh, high side of the racetrack. That's right. We see it looks like Rossi coming in right now, too. Sits in that. Well, he's leading Pato Ward second. Oh, it's Pato Ward, actually coming up pit lane for and Michael stop. Young is on pit road to call the stop of Pottawa Ward. It's going to be an interesting final chapter to this Bomberito 500 final stop. They split this final stint up. Here comes Pottawa Ward. No adjustments to the car thus far. They did do a tear off. They took a half a turn out of that front wing. Not a bad stop at all. Pottawa Ward got it away for the final time. Back to Jake Weary. Yeah, the arm and toe link on the front right side for Joseph Newgarden are what they are looking at right now. Now to the rear. So Newgarden to the outside of the are obviously the opportunity to be able to sweep all of the ovals in this NTT IndyCar season are going to go away for Joseph Newgarden. Visors up, he awaits teamwork on the rear of the car, but obviously for that PPG machine, the chance at winning here in Gateway have escaped Joseph Newgarden. Now falls to 24th, Davey, four laps down, but most importantly, now all of a sudden he finds himself 116 points back. Yeah, and it takes him really out of contention. You only get 50 points race, two left. That means he's out. Means right now it's going to be Pelot and Dixon to be our champion. Matter of fact, I think Pelot's going to be our champion going out of here. Dixon's 50, 85 back. And, and now, uh, as we mentioned, the other car that had a little bit of an issue was the car of Scott McLaughlin. He yeah. got high in turn number four was able to gather yeah, it back Yeah, he was in. able to gather it back up, but lost a lot of ground. Right now, McLaughlin sits in that left position. He lost four or five positions. Like I say, he gathered up. He was able to continue on, but lost some space. Uh, so Alexander Rossi with the lead over 3.7 seconds over Colton Herta, but Levas put it on lap 167 and 178. With, yeah, so we're going to be seeing the momentarily. I mean, the, a matter of fact, here comes uh, Rossi right now on pit lane. So we're going to pick up, uh, the, the, that'll cycle things back once Herta makes his stop, uh, Nick Yeoman, that'll cycle things back to what is currently the third position, that's Dixon and Power. They haven't gotten much separation. That's pretty decent battle between those two in turn number one. Yeah, it is in the turn number one right now, streaking by all the spotters up on top of the facilities here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Dixon out of turn number two. It's about a six-car length advantage over the veteran Will Power. Michael Young. Alexander Rossi in for his final time. He and Colton Hurd, along with his teammate Pato Award, will have the freshest rubber. Boy, they're really packing a full of fuel. Unless they had a problem, they really won't need that much. Rossi down and away for the final time. Alexander Rossi will exit pit road, and he will watch the likes of Scott Dixon and Will Powers sail by him. And, Davey, we look across the way. Colton Hurdle last pitted on lap 178, and as of right now, 
we don't see Matt's activity in his pit box. You know, not yet, but he's going to be. He's going to be coming in sometime, right? And but look at this right now. Second place uh, is Scott Dixon, three seconds back. But look at Will Power. He pitted on lap 190. He maybe saved a little bit of fuel, make it to the end. He's only three. Uh, he's only a, a one second behind. Dixon, and then Kirkwood's only one second behind him, so uh, that, there, there's a tight race there for second, third. So I would imagine Will Power is uh, in a bit better mood than he was last night. Yeah, I'm going to say, right now it's looking pretty good. Looks like Kirkwood does fall off pace right there. Boy, he went from right behind those guys to 16 seconds back as Colton Turner hits pit lane. Yeah, we see is suddenly the crew springs to life of that Gamebridge machine as we look across the way. And we see Colton Herta, who's been in the top ten all day long. Michael Young decides enough is enough, and he comes to pit road. So how will he fare? That is the question, as he's one of the last, actually the leader of this race, to come in for his final time. The crew has been great all day. They'll put a full turn in. Colton Herta away 7.4 seconds. And so a good, good clean yeah. stop for Colton Herta, but uh, it was time for him to come. Yeah, we'll see where he cycles in right now. We just mentioned Kirkwood, his teammate. Had, must have had a little bit of an issue, fell back quite a ways, but right now Dixon leading, power in second by four tenths of a second. He's actually gaining on Dixon right now. Kirkwood in that third position still, with 13 seconds behind power. Then how about this, Daly? Uh, well, Daly's going to need another stop. Yeah, Daly, Lungard are going to need uh, more stops, so they're going to fall out, but Pato Award will be the next one in line. Yeah, and Pato Award, the last pit on lap 214, but he is currently some 20 seconds behind the leader. Yes, 20 seconds behind the leader, so he's going to cycle back quite a ways. But, uh, yeah, once Daly and Lungard uh, pit, it's going to cycle, like I say, cycle him into that fourth spot. So, 223 laps have been completed with 37 to go. It's Dixon, Power, and Kirkwood, then Daly and Lungard. Let's give you a full field rundown. Award, Malukas, Rossi, McLaughlin, and Herta. Now, we'll start with Malukas in the seventh position, who is currently running a lap down. Uh, Herta completes the top ten. Pelo a lap down in 11th. Rosenquist is 12th. Erickson, 13th. 14th, VK. 15th, Grosjean, 16th, Castro Nevis, 17th, Ferrucci, 18th, Hunter Ray. Two laps down in 19th, Lundquist, Francesco, Ray Hall, Rob, Catapino. Carpenter is at 24th, six laps down. Joseph Dugarden shown 14 laps down in 25th. Sato, 26th, out of the race, also out. Eilat, 27th, and Peterson, 28th. We've had six leaders and 10 lead changes. Newgarden led 98 laps. Dixon, 88 so far. Award, 18. Herta, 13. Rossi, 4. Just two cautions for 22 laps, Davey, and uh, that is the one unknown when it comes to figuring pit strategy. You don't know where or if those cautions yeah, are Yeah, you just fall. don't know where or if, but I'll tell you what, we have a great race for the lead. We've got Will Power, only four-tenths of a second behind Scott Dixon. He, he closed it to two-tenths a lap ago. They just turned the second and third fastest lap of the race. They're, uh, I mean, power's not done here. No discernible difference in terms of tires and fuel between those two. I know, you know, Dixon's six laps fresher. Yeah, he's six laps fresher. That tells me that power, he's using that draft, trying to save some fuel, trying to stay right behind Dixon. He does have to save more than Dixon, no question about it. He has tires that six laps older. The good news is their tires, you know, they got quite a bit of wear on them, but, uh, you know, they're ahead of the competitors by a long way. Now, Kirkwood is 15 seconds back. He last pitted on 189. Do you so think he's, he's fine to the end, he or do you think he needs another one? I think him and Lugard uh, could be in trouble. I think that's a long ways to go. 
We see it be six. Yeah, that's tough. I don't think that either one of them are going to make it that. Uh, so it would be then Pato Award, you think, could that's very right. well end up that's, on the podium. That's right. I think Pato Award's looking good for a podium. But then you look behind Pato Award, and that's Malukas, unfortunately, a lap down, trying to get that lap back from him right now. With Rossi, McLaughlin, Herta, and Pelot. So we'll check back in. On that battle for the lead, we hope it's shaping up to be a battle. Will Power is kind of keeping pace. I guess we would call it uh, that Scott Dixon holding serve, Nick Yeoman, into turn number two. Yeah, it's about four car lengths as they ex ex exit that second corner. Is it seems like we've got a straight-up match race here in the closing laps between Will Power and Scott Dixon. Both of those drivers, Mark, arcing their way through three and four. Back in 2000, this race had one caution. Uh, the most it's ever had was at 1999 when there were nine cautions. Uh, the most caution laps, 88. The fewest, four. As we mentioned, just two cautions so far for 22 laps with 30 laps remaining in the Bonarito Automotive Group 500. couple of all-time greats, former winners here, running at the front right now. 2018 winner Will Powers in the second position. Guy that won the first half of the doubleheader back in 2020. Scott Dixon currently runs in the top spot. Four tenths of a second, Nick Yeoman, as they set up for turn number two. And they may, Mark, uh, be five to ten laps away from catching lap traffic. And as we have seen, that dirty air could really throw a wrench into the smooth sailing finish here for Scott Dixon. Will Power continues to give chase, Mark. Not close enough to show him a wheel, get alongside. Call it six car lengths out of turn number four. Scott McLaughlin spun last night in practice. Erickson, Power were collected in that. Power, none too pleased about it, but they got to give a tip of the cap to that crew. What a great race car they put together for him overnight, Davey. Absolutely, and that's one thing that you know, always count on with these, with all these teams. They're so good, and that Penske team, he knows they gave him a car to go win, and he, he still has the opportunity to do that. So, um, after a tough day yesterday, it's going to be a bigger smile on his face if he ended in second. And Erickson's car, one of those Frankenstein yeah. entries, literally cobbled together, and quite frankly, yeah. he didn't qualify very well, but he's been flirting with the top ten all day. Yeah, that's right. On that level of the position, another good one. And actually, after a pit, uh, a pit uh, uh, malfunction with the left rear coming off as well, leaving him, you know, loss of ground still in that 11th spot. Well, they're spending a lot of time at the rear of the car, Joseph Dugard. The bottom line is, Davey, if they can get it fixed, they need to get it fixed while his fake championship hopes are still alive. Yeah, right now, I don't think he has anything to gain. There's not enough flat with 21 laps to go. He's 28 laps down. Um, yeah, he has to be the next two laps. He has to get out or he can't gain any positions and he's going to be uh, scored in that 25th spot. So, again, recapping where we are. Scott Dixon is your leader by five-tenths of a second over Will Power. Kyle Kirkwood is some 19 seconds behind that duo, currently running in the third position. Pato Award is currently running in the fourth position. Davey, only those four cars on the lead lap yeah, right now. Yeah, only four cars on the lead lap right there. It's a shame. I don't know what happened to Lucas and how that really happened because he was in a contention all day. He's actually right behind uh, Dixon and Power, but unfortunately, a lap down, just just a little bit of bad luck there, but it's good to see Malukas in the top five as well. Fewest drivers ever on the lead lap here, too, back in 2000. Well, I think we're going to be pretty good shape to see that there's going to be at least four here, but yeah, back, you know, there's been times almost, uh, Dixon almost been on the lead lap by himself with the strategy he did. So, again, Dixon, Power, Kirkwood, Award, the, the top four. Those cars only on the lead lap. Rest of the top ten look like this. Malukas, Rossi, McLaughlin, Herta, Polo, and Rosaquist. Uh, some good runs, even though these guys are lapped down. We talked about Erickson and the work his crew did overnight. 
Renas VK has had a solid day, I think, for Ed Carpenter Racing. He's flirting with the top ten, currently at 12th. Roman Grosjean, Elio Castroneves, those guys with pretty good runs. Yeah. Santino Ferrucci back up to 15th. Yeah, you know, good to see that, too. You know, I know they have an alliance with Penske. It's good to see that A.J. Foyt Racing is on that. Hunter Rain, that 16th spot, daily in 17th. So it's pretty good runs for all those teams. You know, not on solid ground, but here's the thing. Remember we talked about earlier with the 45 and the 60 fighting for that uh, leader circle money? Yeah. Well, guess what? The 45s and 18th and the 19, the 60s and 19th, they're still fighting out right now. Uh, well, David Malukas, while he may be a lap down, Nick Yeoman, he does have a very fast race car, and he is sneaking up on Will Power and Scott Dixon. No reason to roll over just because you're a lap down. One caution could change everything, and if Malukas could get himself and that small group back on the lead lap, he'll have a chance to win the race. So he's going to try to run down Will Power and Scott Dixon, the two cars on the lead lap. Meanwhile, Mark, third place Kyle Kirkwood looks like he's brought that automation machine to pit lane. Yeah, he does come to pit road. And boy, I'll tell you what, he brought that thing in a little on the hot side, but he gets it woed up. And Jake Query, you've got a bird's eye view of that stop. Yeah, and interesting, he's going to finish on the red tires. So Kyle Kirkwood, it was a quick stop. They changed the tires and they put him on the softer compounds for the final run here at this race. I guess with 16 laps to go, it makes sense. Maybe yeah, go ahead that, and try those yeah, old might tracks. as well try. I'm not very like to say 16 laps to go. He might be able to make up a little time. Unfortunately, he really fell down to the, the, the running. Right now, he's one lap down in that 18th position. Not a good day for Kirkwood. And we talk about David Malukas and his quest to get a lap back. He's not alone in that venture, Nick Yeoman, because Rossi and McLaughlin are right there, too. They are right there, right in the tire tracks of David Malukas. All of these drivers stalking the front two while a lap down. And again, Mark, Scott Dixon, Will Power, they're starting to catch that lap traffic. Here goes Malukas, though. Going to take a look inside Will Power. And he made that look really, really easy, did David Malukas. So that'll put the leader, Scott Dixon, in the crosshairs next. Meanwhile, here comes Alexander Rossi off of turn number two. Will Power moves to the bottom of the racetrack to try to defend that inside line. Check that. Will Power is coming to pit lane, so he doesn't have enough fuel. He's not uh, going to be able to make it to the end. Will Power, Jake Query, is bringing that Verizon Chevrolet down to pit lane here in the closing laps. You can hear the incredulous reaction from Nick Yeoman, understandably, as Will Power is going to bring that Verizon machine on to pit road. Keep in mind that he and Scott Dixon running 1-2, not in that order. Dixon first, Power second. Now, Power comes in. More than just fuel. Takes four scuffed black tires. Will Power down and away. The difference was six yeah. laps, Davey, and that's all the difference well, you need. And it really, to be honest with you, it just seems that uh, Chevrolet is not getting quite the mileage that the Honda is. As Malukas is going to go by Scott Dixon to get his lap back. He just made up a lap. That puts him back on the lap in that fourth, actually third position. That was He's going to third position. Good job by Malukas right now. Back on the podium. Yeah, one of those guys, uh, I, I think David Malukas is uh, with lot for them to maybe do a doubleheader yeah. here, as comfortable as he is in this race. And when you talk about it, what was it? What was that number you told me? That the least amount of cars on the lead lap? Yeah, two. two. Well, guess two. what? Yeah. That's yeah. where we're at right now. It's that's two cars. That's where we are right now. As a matter of fact, Nick Yeoman, it's a 24-second gap between Scott Dixon and Pato Award. If there's any doubt in Mike Cole and Scott Dixon's notebook, if Dixon has enough fuel, he can certainly start slowing it down, Mark, because the advantage is about three-quarters of a lap. Pato Award is in the middle of three and four right now as Scott Dixon dives to the bottom of the racetrack of turn number three. So it is a gigantic lead for Dixon. He can start backing up the pace, Mark, and try to save every drop of fuel he can. And uh, Scott Dixon clears the start-finish line, and he does so and sees indication. Davey, there's just ten laps to go. Ten laps to go in front of... Uh... Rossi, right now, Rossi in that uh, 
you know, a good run. He's in that fourth position. Rossi trying to get a lap back as well, put him back on the lap like Malukas did, so there's now three cars on that lead lap. And, and you know, let's face it, uh, it, 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 while certainly we still continue to believe that this is uh, uh, Alex Pelot's championship to lose, if anybody can yeah. catch him, it's Scott. Is, you, you don't have Scott Dixon beat until you've got the trophy yeah. in your hands and you're walking until out of the championship. Absolutely banquet. out of the question. You're exactly right, Scott Dixon. What a, you know, everybody's wondering, hey, is he going to win this year? It's his 19th season. He doesn't have a win yet. He's won. No, he, he's not going to win once. Looks like he's going to win twice uh, if it goes on like like it is right now. And Davey, we have seen this on more than one occasion. When he gets hot, he usually stays yeah, hot. Yeah, he does stay hot. And if there's any question about age or him him being done racing, boy, I, you need to watch what him and that team do right now because team does a great job strategy-wise, but he's getting the job done behind the wheel and doing everything that he, they tell him to do when it comes to saving fuel. He's a master at it, for sure. Uh, so now that things have sorted out a bit, let's give you the full field rundown now uh, with, uh, let's see, eight laps to go. It's Dixon Award Malukas on the lead lap, one, two, and three. Rossi, a lap down, fourth, fifth, McLaughlin, sixth, Herta, seventh, below, eighth, Rosenquist, ninth, Erickson, tenth, Will Power. That's where he cycled back in. VK, Grosjean, Ferrucci, 13th. Hunter Ray, 14th, Kirkwood, 15th, 16th, Daly, 17th, Lundgaard. Two laps down at 18th, Lundquist, Francesco 19th. Ray Hall, 20th, 21st, Rob, 22nd, Canapino, 23rd, Castro Nevis. Six laps down at Carpenter in 24th. Joseph Newgarden listed out of the race in 25th position, 26th, Thano, 27th, Eilat, and 28th, Benjamin Peterson. A day so promising started with uh, Joseph Newgarden leading the field to the green, Davey, and then yeah. uh, an issue late in the race cost him a chance at the championship. Well, a couple things. That's right. A chance at the championship. You know, obviously, he wanted that record to be the only guy to win all the ovals in a single season. Not going to happen. Nothing is not going to happen. The million dollars for Pelot, uh, the bonus money, that's not going to happen. He finds himself great run today, by the way, in that seventh position. Nice uh, 74 points lead over Dixon as of right now. And we just watched uh, another car. Matter of fact, it was uh, Rossi. No, it was actually Pelot, um Power getting by Erickson for another spot ahead. And Nick Yeoman, it's a shame that the, the pit strategy didn't fall into place for David Malukas because he continued to impress with a very fast race car. I just saw him blow by about four cars on the front straightaway. Yeah, in fact, Mark, I, I think the uh, second position is still very much up for grabs because there is just one lap car separating Padua Ward, who has that second spot, and David Malukas, who runs in third. So again, if Dixon were to stumble and run out of fuel, that's where the race lead and the battle for the win would uh, shake out. But you're right. David Malukas slicing his way through traffic here in the closing line. Uh, but you don't think there's any problem at all for Scott Dixon no, in terms no, of getting he, to the finish? The good news is he's done it before. He's ran 65 laps before. I know there was a couple of yellows in there, but right now, and him able to save fuel, we watched some of, this, some of the laps. He's, he's slowing down a little bit, but nobody can get back around him. He still has a 22-second lead over Pato Award, and a line of cars behind him. All battling. Matter of fact, it's Malukas, Rossi, McLaughlin, Herta all battling it out. Uh, Rosenquist is behind him, uh, along with uh, Marcus Erickson. We also see Scott McLaughlin back there, but Scott Dixon coming off in turn number four. PNC Bank Machine is going to get the indication from Aaron Likens at the starter stand. There is just two laps to go, Nick Gilman, as he sets sail for turn number two. Hale headed to turns one and two in that orange and blue machine. The orange nose pointed now out of turn number two down the back straightaway, roaring by traffic. 
traffic uh, here just outside of the speedway. Scott Dixon sets up for turn number three. Scott Dixon setting up for turn number three. He woes it up plenty again with that line of cars behind him. All of them are a lap down. When he comes off of turn number four, he will see the white flag in the air. The PNC Bank Machine sets up for turn number one. It is pretty amazing. Mike Hole and Scott Dixon, they've been pulling rabbits out of the hat in terms of strategy for decades now. Scott Dixon out of turn number two, about to pull off another incredible win. Bring him home, Mark James, half a lap away here at Gateway. Questions again. Will it be a bound throughout the paddock? How on earth did they pull it off? It doesn't matter. They did it. He comes off of turn number four, sees the advanced auto parts checkered flag fly, and for the 383rd time in his incredible career, or the, uh, the 55th time in his incredible career, 383 starts. Scott Dixon will go to victory lane. He wow. wins the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Davey, what an impressive run by that entire that, race team. That, that team never seen the last two weekends. They they won. They won that for Scott Dixon as strategy. And without that strategy, I don't think Scott Dixon's in victory lane at all the last two weekends. But, man, what a team. What an effort. What strategy that Ganassi team has, it's just amazing what they can get it done. Seems like 383 wins, but it's not that many. <laughs> yeah, it 383 <laughs> starts, 55 wins, uh, 28 poles. This is his 135th top three, his 201st top five, and his 284th top ten. He has led 6,600 laps in his in incredible that, uh, career. It's just amazing, just yep. amazing. An well absolute deserved. legend, and we will hear from him and the rest of your podium award, Belucas, Rossi, and McLaughlin. But first, let's hear from Michael. Michael, I remember several years ago when Rick Mears won at Indy, he was referred to as the master. When it comes to mathematics, you and Scott Dixon are the absolute master. Congratulations on that one. Uh, thank you very much. Scott drove a, a great race today. It reminded me so much of the first ra the race we won together at Homestead 20, over 20 years ago. He drove the same kind of race today, but he had a car that was given to him by the guys that was perfect, and uh, he took full advantage of it, and uh, we were really lucky with what he did at the first run, so uh, the rest is history. We'll let you go celebrate. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jake. That's Mike Hall, who was on the radio and figuring things out. Once again, Scott Dixon is your winner. The post-race festivities when we come back. Everybody, thank you so much. That was awesome. Boys and girls, thank you. Awesome indeed. Pitch strategy worked to perfection for Scott Dixon. He wins the Bobarito Automotive Group 500, presented by Exalta and Valvoline. Pato Award second, David Malukas third, Rossi fourth, McLaughlin fifth. Herta sixth, Palo seventh, Rosenquist eighth, Power ninth, Erickson tenth, VK eleventh, Grosjean twelfth, Ferrucci thirteenth, Hunter Ray fourteenth, Kyle Kirkwood fifteenth. We'll give you the rest of the rundown after we hear from uh, some of the uh, top five finishers today, Michael Young. Yeah, just off the podium, Alexander Rossi finishes fourth. We're still trying to figure out how Scott Dixon actually came home with that win today. That was an amazing mathematical feat that they did, but a, a day for you, and, and you guys were in position all day long. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, two weeks in a row, I think, they're leaving everyone guessing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good day for us. Um, I think that was, you know, we were, we were sniffing a podium. Um, that's, that's all you can ask for. So, uh, overall, a, a really good day for, for Aaron McLaren. Um, you know, happy with that. It's, uh, it's tough to race around here, man. Like, I, I, I applaud IndyCar for what they did in terms of, you know, bringing the alternate tire. <clears throat> that certainly brings a different element, but... 
you just can't follow cars, and it's just, I feel bad for the people here. You can't get any better conditions than what we had today, and you still really can't race. So we need to look into it. Um, but ultimately, like I said, a great day. Uh, happy to be back in St. Louis, and uh, two more to go. Congratulations. Thanks. Alexander Rossi will finish fourth, Jake Query. 55th time, time in his career in the NTT IndyCar Series. Third time at Gateway for Scott Dixon is a winner. Congratulations. Let's begin with this. In which stint did you win that race? Uh, probably the red stint. You know, I think we were, I was even moaning, and I thought that possibly we were going to bail uh, off that. And we saw that, you know, a bunch of others did, but kind of got stuck there with some uh, lap traffic, and it maybe cooled our, our pace off, and then, you know, we were able to get our mileage again. So I'd say the, the most tense part of the race was kind of leading that last restart because the number that we needed to get was, was extremely difficult. And then once we caught the, you know, the, the back of the pack and realized that none of the others could actually make it, you know, we were, uh, we were on uh, set sail, man. It was pretty easy. You got out of the car, and your daughter was the first to jump up into your arms. A lot of people may not realize, just due to schooling and other issues, you haven't been around your, your family for the entirety of this season. How big a difference is that for you? Yeah, family's everything, man. It's, uh, it's so special, you know, uh, last week to, to have, you know, Kit and Tilly and Emma and everybody there for that one. Um, Poppy's actually overseas at the moment. Uh, so, you know, I feel bad for, for her not being here, uh, especially with these race wins coming kind of late in the year. Uh, unfortunately, she wasn't here. So uh, big love to her. But, uh, yeah, family's everything, man. Congratulations. You know, you're kind of like that dragon in Super Mario Brothers. Every time we think all of a sudden... You can walk away, boom, here you come once again, two weeks in a row, or two races in a row. Yeah, we've definitely done it some alternative ways, which, you know, uh, I think races like that are a lot of fun because you can kind of not just sort of follow the leader. You can opt out and, and try something different. And, uh, you know, obviously the last two races have worked out extremely well for us in that area. Uh, but we'll have to see how the, the last two go. See you in Portland. Cheers, man. Scott Dixon. Michael Young. With David Malukas. Well, Scott Dixon on, did it on strategy. You were just flat out fast today. You focused the third step of the podium. Walk us through your day. Yeah, you know, it's it's incredible to get P3, but at the same time, it it kind of hurts because our car was incredible. I thought it was a race-winning car. We were right there with Newgarden at the start. Uh, heard it was starting to fall off in front of us, and, and I was like, wow, I think we actually have a race-winning car. And uh, you know, strategy just didn't work out. That yellow didn't really help us. Uh, then we tried to do a heavy fuel-safe strategy, and we were losing too much time. So we had to make so many different changes, and then they just said, well, we kind of screwed up there, but just heavy push. And let's try to get it. And, I mean, we just pushed till the end, and our car was just so good, and we managed to get up there to P3 and almost competing for a P2 there. Well, well done today, and we will see you in Portland next week. Safe travels. Thank you very much. That's David Malukas. He just finished in the third position here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. All right, Michael Young. We'll see if you can track down Pottle Award, and we'll finish that full field rundown. We picked it up. Okay, but I'll tell you, just like that, ask it, you shall receive, Michael Young. Indeed, and Pottle was kind enough to stop for a second because uh, he had a very uh, promising day, but that that's race strategy from Dixon. It's just there was no catching him once that happened, but your day, you had a fast car, and it's just one step short. Yeah, Dixon did a Dixon today. Um, he's, he's the expert at that, and um, we we did what we could with uh, with what we had, right? I mean, we we knew that it was going to be right on the verge of a three-stopper with a lot of fuel save. Four-stopper was, was ultimately the, the call that we made. I was happy to do that four-stopper. I don't think we, we would have been able to do it on a three. Um, so we, we we made our tools work with uh, with the four-stopper, and we well we were one short. But um, that's another second in the books for this year. Another podium. I think it's podium number seven or something. So uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what Portland and Laguna have in store. Where are you mentally? You, you've been so close so many times. You said it's seven podiums, but that victory has not happened. You're fourth in the points as we stand right now. Going into the last two races, this team looks like it's it's on its stride. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm in acceptance. If we get it, we get it. If we don't, well, we'll uh, we'll come back next year and 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 push right. And and that's that's ultimately what it is. What it's going to be, right? You can't always win all of them there'll be some that you think you're gonna win and then all of a sudden i guess the racing gods have other plans but you know for now i'm um i'm happy with with how we've recovered and um we'll we'll keep searching for it great job today we'll see you in portland thank you that's pato award he came home second here at worldwide technology raceway great job great job michael young and jake query full field rundown for you let's go back and revisit that scott dixon your winner award malukas rossi and mclaughlin the top five heard of sixth seventh below eighth rosenquist ninth power 10th eric city 11th vk 12th grosjean 13th ferrucci 14th hunter ray 15th kirkwood daily 16th 17th lundgaard 18th lundquist uh, d francesco 19th ray hall 20th Rob, 21st, Canapino, 22nd, Castro Nevis, 23rd, Carpenter, 24th, out of the race, 25th, Joseph Dugarden, 26th, Kumasato, 27th, Callum Eilat, and 28th, Benjamin Peterson. Just three cars on the lead lap, Dixon, Award, and Malukas. Dixon led 123 laps on the day. Newgarden led 98, Award 18, Herta 13, Rossi led 4. Dixon was plus 15 on the day. Ferrucci plus 13, 9 for VK. Nine improved places for Hunter Ray, and Pelot was plus seven on the day. Just two cautions for 22 laps. Your points look like this. Alex Pelot heads to the final two races of the season with a 74-point lead over Scott Dixon. With the woes today, Joseph Rudgard 125 points back, and Potable Ward in fourth place, 136 back. Scott McLaughlin, 139 back. He is in the fifth position. Davey, battle for the Manufacturers Championship. Heats up a little bit. Chevrolet <laughs> takes three of the top five, and it is now Honda 1,274 to 1,251 for Chevrolet. Yeah, as we've seen through, throughout the race, got to within three points, and 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 Honda did tell us with some of the, the engine um, penalties that they were going to acquire, that could affect them. But you know what? They come back, they get first and third. You know, I mean, there are two cars on the podium. That's the most important. But they do have um, the still nice lead, but it's closing down with two to go. Uh, a couple of racetracks left that, that are very, very interesting yep. and very diverse. Portland, very flat, very fast. Uh, it, 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 Laguna Seca is anything but flat, but it, still it, fast. It's still fast, right? A completely different configuration there from years ago. Uh, a lot of fun to race, a lot of fun. Another one hard to pass on, though. All, both those tracks, it's their road courses. They're hard. So qualifying is going to be very, very important there. Or Dixon strategy. That could be the most important right there to get a strategy like Dixon has. A uh, long weekend, but a fun one for sure. Let's all have safe travels. We'll get together again soon. Yeah, looking forward to you know, two in a row. I'm just, it's going to be fun. And again, Scott Dixon, your winner. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for redefining the limits. Advance Auto Parts, official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series. Pennzoil, official motor oil of the NTT IndyCar Series. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. By Coors Light, cold as the Rockies, Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. Borg Warner, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. Hinchman Racing Uniforms, nothing fits like a Hinchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. 
By Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Shell, official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Our driver analyst today was Davey Hamilton in the pits, Michael Young and Jake Query. Our turn announcer, Nick Yeoman. Chief engineer is Rick Evans, satellite and technical support by Scott Burgett. Production assistance by Paul Levitt. Master control operations in our Indianapolis studios by Sam Rumza. The network director is Chris Pauling. This is Mark James. We will talk to you again next weekend. The NTT IndyCar Series heads west to Portland International Raceway for the Bitnile Grand Prix of Portland. Our coverage starts at 3 p.m. Eastern on most of these same stations. I hope you'll join us. The preceding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.